I serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the cubs run the north, but the bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the streets. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. Episode 113. 113 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. They make great holiday gifts. That's right. It's holiday season. So oh, hey. Look who's with that. <laughs> As always, I am Big Z. I'm here with my boy E-Rock. He's back again. What up, E? i'm back baby what up z what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show if you are a first timer or a long timer please remember to hit that subscribe button that notify button and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice you can find us on facebook at true chicago fans you can follow us on twitter at true shy fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go on over there, click on support, and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Listen, do you like the show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you a fan? Oh, yeah. But tell your friends, and they will tell their friends, and we can all be friends. If you enjoy the content, if we make you laugh or cry or just have any emotion at all, or make you want to throw things at the TV when you watch Justin Fields, share it with other people who feel the same way. Listen, uh, today's guest is one of the hosts of the brand new show, brand new on the 606 family from the No Water on the Weekend podcast, Steven Bautista. Welcome to the show, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. I had a good time. Yeah, last did time. you? Did last you? Last time. I had a good time last time. I think this is the first time this you've first been time here, with, here me. with you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was good to meet you. It was good to finally, you know, put a uh, face to the name. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on a less classy version of the flyer that I presented to you oh, guys last fine. time. Uh, yeah, it was great. I liked it. I'm working on So uh, I have a, g- a really cool idea that I just have to execute. Right. So when it comes out, I hope you guys are be impressed with it. But uh, it, it's in just, the works. Just think of, um, like, so... If you go into my place when you come on to the No One Weekend podcast, you'll actually see I have there's a banner in the I back. Saw, I saw the banner. So then you sign it. So think of like emo, kind of like skeleton. I got like that kind of font. I got something. I got something very special in mind, and it just takes a little bit of time to execute. No, all, this, this, gonna be, this is gonna be one of them ones where you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, because I want this to be one of them things when you're scrolling on Spotify or Apple Music, be like, yep, I know exactly what that is immediately. Right, so that's, right, that's right, the key right, right there, right. man. Anyway, it's good to have you here. Z, yeah, I haven't seen here. you in a while, man. What's up, bro? I don't know. You've been busy, man. I've like, been too fucking busy. Like, I feel like you're ghosting me. Like, you're and a hot girl. I've been ghosted by the hot girl. Jose complains about you that I miss him. I know. I know. Well, I mean, like, we <laughs> spent a lot of time together. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm like his second wife. <laughs> yeah, Kim. <laughs> oh, speaking of Kim, all right. So she posted. No, was it you posted the uh, um, uh, the concert being canceled, right? 
Oh, uh, for, for, for uh, uh, he's playing right now. Harry Styles. Yeah, he's Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just drove by it. I saw people packing up their tent because they got canceled. This and that. And then there was another comment, and I was like, you, "Oh, she said something to him," and I was like, "You leave my watermelon sugar alone." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, man. What you been up to, man? Oh, man, dude, it's been crazy, uh, you know, without you. <laughs> uh, work, it's starting to slow down. The kids are actually acting right a little bit now. Um, it's 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 slowing down just because I'm catching up to what their expectations are, what my limitations are, especially because they don't have supplies or equipment. So I did a whole inventory. You sound just like Justin Fields. I hope I, I hope I'm not getting blitzed from fucking behind my blind side <laughs> shit. So I, and we'll talk about that in a little bit right now. But uh, um, yeah, so they had no inventory. So this uh, Friday we had PD day. So I spent the entire day. Uh, I went to AED training, which I'm already certified. But I went anyway. So I'm like, hey, you're paying for it. I'm going. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, you like it? I love it. Yep. I love them both. Right, right. right. And that's, that's what I was saying. Like, if it's free, it's for me. I'll take three. I'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I was like, you know, it was a firefighter that was doing it, and he. he I sat in the back just because I didn't want to like overlap anyone's learning. I don't want to take over since, since in case no one has ever gone through this process. And I'm, you know, I've been doing this for like 20 years. I've been CPR, AD certified, and all that first aid and all that. So he's like, he stands right in front of me. He's a firefighter, and I'm like, fuck, he's gonna pick <laughs> on me. So he was asking the questions, and I'm like, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. And I was just like. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're in charge. He's like, all right, you're in charge of quality control. I was like, nerd. Yeah, I was teacher's pet always. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Hey, so what? Shit, I know my shit. Hey, some, hey, you're so not gonna what? fucking die on my watch. Listen, <laughs> someone's got to pet the teacher. There we go. Hey, there's too many kids, too many teachers getting fired for that. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of school, <laughs> I got beamed by a soccer ball in the back of the head for the first time in 13 years. So wait. Was that your first time playing soccer? No, no, no. Oh. I was I was watching the kids in recess. Uh, it was eighth grade. Okay. And uh, I had literally just turned my back because they had just put a new bench. They just built it. Uh, it was like a three-person bench. And there was girls there. And I'm like, hey, the guys are playing football and the guys are playing soccer. And, you know, it, it gets away from them. Make sure that you're not your head's not down and that you're watching. That stuff. Right, right. So as soon as I finish my sentence, <laughs> I get beamed right in the back of the head, right, right by the neck. And I, I kid you not, like, it went dark for, like, a half a second. And um, all the lights on my dashboard turned on. Mm. Oh. All the lights, all the lights, you know, the headlight, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the check engine light, all you, of it. You had the tour. Oh, yeah, I had, I had <laughs> yeah, a tour. Here. Yeah, I swear, to, I just, I, and I just stood there and I just froze. And I just, like, all right, okay, I'm still standing. All right, got my extremities, I'm good, I didn't fall down. Uh, Until you started walking? Uh, I was dizzy. I actually today's the first day that I'm not dizzy. Today's the first day I have no nauseousness. Jesus, yeah, it was pretty bad, dude. And I, I had to go to work because I have no insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm on the same boat, but yeah. But I mean, I just started the job, so it's like Bro, you. That, that, yeah. That's that's 100 a mild concussion you got. Oh yeah, why? That, that's that's exactly what happened to you. Yeah, and, I, and like I told this rest. What I think what happened was the kid saw you turn your back. No, it, aim and shot. No, it's a good, the kid. The kids. Because the thing is too, like you always know when someone has a concussion when they stand up and they look like they're about to start break dancing and shit. And they're like, oh yeah, you're gonna fall. Or you start throwing gang things like yeah, Tua. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Dude, that was crazy. You know what's fucked up is that when it happened to Tua, I thought his feet. I thought, I thought his, his fingers, fingers broken. broken. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, yeah, and I was like, oh shit, he's a crip or a blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up spending the rest of the week uh, going to work and with a concussion. I just like literally had to tell the kids, I'm like, look, guys, no screaming today. No, I don't I don't need to yell at you. Like, I'm going to sit down because if I turn my head real quickly, I get dizzy. 
And it, it just, you know, and that happened on a Tuesday. And surprisingly on enough, uh, yeah, on a Tuesday, exactly. Uh, I'll look for that. I'll be adding that song. Yeah, uh, on Tuesday I have Tuesday Night Magic, uh, my bowling a uh, bowling league, and I had to bowl because I had no sub. Because if either way, if I go or don't go, I still have to pay. And I'm like, well, right. I might as well pay right, and play. Right. Uh, so I was looking forward to it because we were playing uh, uh, Louis, Eric, uh, Louis' uh, 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 girlfriend, and Louis' uh, little brother. Oh, Damien. It, no, the other one. Oh, that one. The I little know. one. That one I don't no, know. No, Damien's. That one I don't know. I, don't I, know I actually have Damien's son in first grade. Do you really? I do. That's actually. Amazing. It's it's crazy. Oh, and Louis's dad showed up too. So it was really? like a family event. So, so like, you mean like older Louis because he looks just like? Oh my god! He's like both, he spit. It's crazy. He spit and he yes, grew. Yeah, yes, it's, it's insane. Yes. I mean the whole family. All the boys look exactly yeah, the same. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it was, I had to. I had to go because it's you know it's a family event. I we I grew up together. And, right, you know, you right, grew up yep, with him too. So I'm like, I was down like 40, 50 points each game. Because last last week I was the week before I was bowling with one fifties, one seventies, one eighties. I'm like, oh, oh I was cool. gonna say if it was the same consistency, I'm like, it wasn't oh no, 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 <laughs> no. I, I bowled one one twelve, one twenty, one twenty two. I I really couldn't find a a, a a lane. So yeah, that that sucked. But you know what? Everyone's coming for the champs, and that's what that's what I expect. Yeah, I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it. In the pin. I'm, I, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm actually wearing my uh, championship jacket too. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wear it. I mean, it was free. Why not? Well, you know, free-ish, right? Because you pay fees. Right, you pay fees, but I mean, that's that's your trophy, right? Well, yeah, um, yeah, you can say that, but we get a payout every quarter. Oh, okay. So okay, you okay. when you when you're a quarter, you get poor, you get paid out. Um, I think uh, we all take in about two hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. So it's a good, it's a good yeah, payout. Yeah, why not? I mean, that shit. Yeah, this is a good league, sir. That, oh, that, okay. that just pays for the beer. It, 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 yeah, I even, it, yeah. yeah, I break even. Yeah, I break even because my job is always buy the first pitcher. Mm. I buy the first uh, picture so that way I'm done paying yeah, for shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, did you buy? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Man, I always, yeah, always I mean, get the first yeah, picture, yeah, that's and that's the, that's the rules. That's yeah, smart, I smart. don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, even you know this this thing that's been going on, this crazy thing that's been going on in the suburbs, this Stranger Thing house. Did you yeah, see about the news? You yes, saw it. Yes. You see yeah, it? I saw it. Well, I was there last night. Were you, what were you doing? I there? Fuck, uh, I was going out there. We, I went out there. We talked. We actually talked about going there last night. We were out in Fox River Grove. Okay. For a family party. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I know we, we talked we, about this on Friday. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did talking about Friday night. And ended up going, and um, it's legit, bro. Yeah, it is legit. This dude, whoever whoever it is that did it, did it right. Now I, I know how they did it. Oh, I know how they did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, magic. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, exactly, exactly how. That's exactly was. how. That's that, that's <laughs> the right answer. Uh, he spent a lot of money. He spent a lot of money, and, it, and it, they got a, a person with a table, and there's like hot chocolate. I don't know if it's got you know little or not. You can bring your own, yeah. Oh, you can bring your own. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a cop car literally sitting right outside of it, so you can definitely okay. bring your own. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Joliet. I mean, I mean, don't worry, it's Joliet. Yeah, you're not gonna keep it right in front of the cop and pour it. You just some people are that stout, really stupid. Yeah, nah, you just, you just get a fucking. I'll just bring that giant ass koozie you brought me today. That's right. My <laughs> <laughs> sir, is that a three? Or put in like a water bottle. Three gallons of wine. We're like, no, it's, it's grape juice. Yeah. So, so technically, yes, it is. Yeah, it's yes, it is. Yeah, it's wine. It's grape juice. It's Jesus juice. So funny enough, you know, you see uh, the little girl hanging right, and then right below they have a little graveyard, and I'm like, okay, I'm standing right there by the little fence because it's a graveyard. And I'm like, when is this kid gonna fucking move from the fucking um, tombstone? And I want to take a picture of the tombstone because it's supposed to be Will. Mm. And I'm waiting and waiting, and then I go, holy shit. That that's a they made that fucking uh-huh. thing there to make it look uh-huh. like the girl. Uh-huh. I didn't realize. I'm like, holy shit, they did an amazing <laughs> job. I got yeah. I was fooled. Yeah. 
so they had that. They had the clock. They had like um, a bunch of the like the tarantula stuff. The and characters. The actual like the actual, the, actual fucking mouth things. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a bunch of clowns. I'm sorry, the mouth things. Yeah, the whatever this big mouth. I don't know. I, I like. A, yeah. Are you, are, you I, about, are you are you talking about the demogorgons? Yeah, there the you go. Demogorgons. Yes. <laughs> that I'm big like a dummy gorgon right now. Uh, <laughs> a dummy gorgon. <laughs> dummy gorgon. Um, yeah. So, so to, be, to be fair. Uh, you know, my company that I work for, we do pinball games. We came out with a Stranger Things game a few years ago, mm-hmm. and there is the big toy that's on the thing. You, we have a ramp that pull, that that uh, that drops down, and you can shoot the ball into the Demogorgon mouth, and it's affectionately known around the office as a sex toy. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually have one on my desk right now. And Whoa! Yeah, I have one on my desk that we took off of a game that came back, and right. I actually took one of the Incredible Hulk's arms, and it's just kind of hanging in there. So, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I take a to, photo of it. I tried to under, I tried to install it under my desk, and they say you can't do that. <laughs> Where's Eddie? I don't know. He's busy. The door's closed. He said it was in the bathroom for like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a great display. They have the the clouds, and then on the way out, uh, they had, a, and I didn't even see it till it popped up and shit. It's a sewer. Like it's about it was about a foot and a half, maybe two feet high, and a sewer. As soon as you're walking by. Fucking Pennywise pops out of the sewer. Oh, nice! Yeah, you know, and then there's like, I, I then you see little Georgie behind him. Um, so I didn't really pay attention because there was a little girl giving out. Um, I guess she lives there. She's giving out the candy to your as you're leaving. Here's a piece of candy. Thanks for coming. So then I was like, oh shit, I have to go back and take a picture with him. But um, it, it is legit, man. You you've got to take the kids, go experience it yourself. Um, the only thing is, I would park about two blocks away, yeah. right? Because right, everyone right. wants to get close. It's like, just park two blocks away and take the walk. Because there's other houses that are very well decorated. Yeah, no, I get it. So, I probably won't go, but yeah. So, great. so a couple sure? years, a couple years ago, um, it, it might have been, it might have been last year actually. Um, so there is a map, and I want to say it's all the way. It's like. Carroll Street, it's somewhere. It's far, like it, it, it's straight down North Avenue. But she's not there, far from here. But when you, there is a bunch of displays, and you can literally give you, they give you a map, and you go from house to house to house. Uh, but it, right there in Elmer's, right down, um, I think it's right off of York and like Green Street, they have an entire display where you get Michael Myers, where you get Leatherface, where you get Chucky, where you get all these people dressed up. It's a whole family that does this. And last year they actually did it, uh, I think, in the park in the middle of Bensonville, but. They also have the displays where they actually would do it out of their home and they have the graveyards right. and all this shit. I mean, like, it's amazing because you think when we were kids, like, you used to go to see, like, Christmas displays, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Candy Cane Lane and right. you want to go see that. Now it's like, all right, let me go see who the fake murderer is going to be. And the, there's a reason why I do not do haunted houses because I have this mindset mm-hmm. where, like, I'm like, what if somebody was like actually like a real killer and they're like, I'm gonna go to this haunted house and they make their way well, in? They're there not gonna do any background and checks fucking, and they fucking hide. In the, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying you're hired. You like yeah. this shit, right? I'm not saying that. I'm saying a patron. Someone oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. And they fucking find, they're like, okay, I studied this. I'm like one some fucking psychopath, and they're sitting there and like they're stabbing folks for real. Yeah. And here comes some fucking kid all bloody, like out the front. You're like, hey, hey, hey look at that guy. It's part of the show, that, right? And then you're like, oh shit. That's real blood. <laughs> like, uh, the next episode of TCSF uh, yeah, X Files yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's gonna be an episode of the Crypt. There you go. You should write that story. That's a great story. You know, from R.L. Stein, Goosebumps. Hell no, not that. Goosebumps and Tales of the Crypt. They're gonna call you tomorrow. Shit out some diamonds over here. Whoa. I mean, you do have that demigorgon or demigorgon thing, so you're gonna go. 
Oh man, let me wrap this up. Last week I was on the May Peace Be With You podcast with Justin. Uh, yeah, so namaste. Uh, that should be out this week as well. And uh, look at that. You know, I've been uh, guest hosting for Sean, No One on the Weekend with That's Steven. Right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. You know, and then our guest this week is our friend uh, Sandra. On our oh, show, yeah, Sandra, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sandra Sandra's came on. So he, you know, he was saying that he wanted a female presence on the show, and I'm like, hey, Sandra, yeah. let, let, you know, let's pop that cherry and get you on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was great. I'm like, I, I, it's great that I have more female audience. I want to draw yeah. that more. Yeah, so do we. Crowd, yeah, so. so do we. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Sandra from Red Wealth Management Company. So Sandra, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll get you on a sports podcast soon. As soon as you learn some sports, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that does seem to be the caveat for a sports podcast. Yeah, that's right. So E, what you been up to? Uh, yeah. So there's this thing that I've been doing. It's called softball. So then on Mondays we do softball. Tuesdays we also do softball. Wednesdays we take a break and we do softball instead. So then also the rest of the week we just do softball. That's that's what it is. We got we got uh, the school league is over. The junior high league is over. Thank God. Um, it, which it wasn't bad because she gets to play with her friends but also like I put the least importance on that team right? And and I know a lot of the girls that are on that team because I left the team that they still play on right. in, in, you know, in their park league and I'm like right. there's a reason why I'm not there anymore but it's funny to see me like come up to these kids who really don't know me as a coach I walked up to that coach of that team the first day of the season and I was like look or the first practice I was like look I says I'm I'm the coach of I've been coaching them for years I'm the coach that's gonna be you know like when your practice ends at five o'clock I'm gonna take them to the park and practice for another two hours like right, right, just right. So you establish who I am so when I go to the games like I'm the dude behind the behind the fence I'm not I don't interfere with the coaches but I'm like you know, if I see a girl like you know, especially, hey, better, better, better. Well, no, I don't, I don't know, that. but I mean, it's it's one of those things where like, uh, especially if it's a girl that I'm coaching, right? I'm like, hey, widen your stance, lift your elbow. You know what I mean? Hey, move over to the left, move back. You know she's gonna hit there. Whatever, it, like the little things, right? Right. And um, and it got to the point which is funny because it was like girls that I had never even coached before. Like I show up, it's already the second inning. They jump up and run to the fence and start talking to me and like, hey, do you know what happened here and this and that? And then like I had one, you know, one girl that uh, came up to me. She was like, all right, like is this a good situation to bunt? And it's just funny because I'm like, okay, like it it kind of tells me that like I kind of sound like I know what I'm doing a little bit because like, <laughs> right, 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 right. like okay, like I'm not just like you should hit them all. Swing hard, hard. Yeah. swing hard, you know, which we do have a couple parents to do that. But yeah, um, just that. I mean, like, you know, going uh, more and more with the with the travel double headers on a Sunday. This next sun, uh, next Saturday, I think Saturday coming up, we have a triple header. We have a double header in the morning and then for the travel team. And then in the in the evening, we do a, we have like a four o'clock game. So that's going to be a, a I'm big, exhausted by hearing that. it is. It is. Oh, I man. mean, and here's the thing. I'm not the player. Right. I'm not the player. My daughter's the one that's playing. right. Yeah, right. So, I mean. But it's it's I feel like right now in seventh grade, you know, and and doing travel and this is the time, this is that time where like if you're really gonna be serious about playing this in your future, going into college, you're gonna have to start posturing right now to be able to get into high school because when you get to high school, you're gonna have both east and west combining and that's who makes up that team. So right. it's not yep. just like east versus west. No. It's, I miss those days. It's I wasn't those, I wasn't around those days, but I'm just saying I'm like yeah. I miss the rivalry right. between that, and that's the thing it's is like the that they're, they're, they're all right, and right. they're and they're all one team, right? So they're all together, and that's and that's how that works. So I'm like, hey, right now is when you hustle. This is when you show what you got, and and you got to do it. So you got to learn. Agreed. And what the problem is that you know you have a lot of parents that might move into the district, or you know they didn't have their their child in um, seven, you know, junior high stuff, or well, even they travel. Can try out, but you got to make it. You, no, you but know, I'm saying that oh, at yeah, that yeah. point you're already behind the ball. 
you, you're right, four, yeah, about you three, four years behind doing. the ball. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's what sucks about that because I remember from my goddaughter, she didn't her school didn't have all that stuff, and she's like, I want to try out for volleyball and I want to try out uh, for basketball and I want to do softball. I'm like, yeah, but you play in these little park leagues that don't have any competition, and you have. But at the very least, you have some type of background to understand what the sport is, right? right. Like that's that's the difference. Is that yeah. we still got girls coming in and they're like, I'm like, oh, I want to play softball. Like, have you ever played before? I'm like, no, but I watched it on TV once, and I'm like, no, that's like that's no. that type of shit. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I appreciate you coming, but nah. <laughs> right. It just, you know, she go could get be you a ringer. That go could get be you a coach. Yeah. yeah nah. <laughs> nah. But so, yeah, so we that's that's all that's all we be doing. But we did uh, last Friday. We got out of the house uh, for the first time. Uh, uh, Kim and I we went to the Chicago Theater. I'd never been there before. I did see that you went to the yeah, commercial. That right? was really cool. Uh, Chris De Stefano. Um, he is on Netflix. He has a special called Speshy Weshy. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's he's a big. Uh, he's funny because he, he's uh, he's this like silly white dude who's married to a Puerto Rican, and they're from New York. And he was just doing his. He, that was that's the, a big basis of his show. He's like, I love the Puerto Rican women, and then some, like of course someone came out like before one of the openers was talking about Humble Park and this and right, that because right. they get the background. And he's like, you know, but it was cool. Like like I said, I'd never been to Chicago theater. We walk in there, you're like, oh, this is really fucking old. Like everything. Oh yeah. Oh seat, yeah. The, like in the seats, like you have to hold on to one of the arms so you don't lean over too far because the fucking everything feels like it's about to collapse because it's like. And plus, the seats are just as small as regularly or oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they're it's, tiny. Oh yeah, you're yeah. tiny. You, you when, if you go, you better make sure you're with a friend <laughs> because you're about to become friends real soon. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a cool experience. Like I said, I, because I had never been there. Uh, I think my wife is actually going uh, next month to go see Johnny Depp. Uh, he's going to be performing. Oh, because of his yeah. band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's going to be performing with, I think, Jack Be- Jeff Beck, who is like, uh, uh, he had a band in the 60s. I don't remember who it was. But he's joining him on stage and this and that. I'm like, so they. She's like, oh, we got the good seats for that because we were up in the higher balcony. Right, we, we right. Had, we had good enough seats, you know. It was nice. Uh, but uh, she's like, yeah, you see down all the way down there, like 15 rows, like when you can, like you can smell his his armpits, like right there. That's where I'm gonna be. And <laughs> no I made sure way. I'm on the right side of the stage because that's where he's gonna be. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. But yeah, I mean, that's 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 essentially like the one thing that we've done that wasn't softball in the past like three weeks. Nice. Yeah, that, that's about it. And then Riot Fest. That was following. Riot Fest. Riot Fest was cool. You were both there. Yeah, we were both were, there. Was you really? Were you yeah. Really? yeah. So when you were talking about uh, uh, like bands and stuff like that, like weird names, and I like, heard you say Youngblood, I'm like, that's one of the reasons why I went. Yeah. Was it see him. Man- Mannequin Pussy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Mannequin see that. Mannequin Pussy. That's what I said. I saw them last week at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and it was, and that was the thing is that we were there. We were with, uh, we were with the was it um, the the Frank Iota from uh, or no Frankie Arrow? Yeah, 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 yeah. From My Chemical Romance, I have no idea who the fucking guys this guy is. And yeah, everybody. I would have, I would have known, and I would have. You would have found out. Yeah, you would have yeah. found out. I mean, I wouldn't have like really. I wouldn't have bothered him, but I would have just said, "Hey, hi." Well, we were hanging out backstage playing pinball, and he was just like. Hey, it's a guy named Frank, like whatever. And then the fucking guy, Jerry Only from the Misfits, like in the fucking hardcore rock, right. like the fucking spikes and shit. And I know the guy that, that organized the whole thing was like, oh my God, it's this guy. And I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, that's like, my kind of music, sad yeah. boy. <laughs> sad boy, <laughs> emo. Yeah, it was, it was, I was like, I, I don't. I don't have like I'm a, I love music right I love right. very very musically inclined as far as like understanding music but like screaming white dudes just don't do it for me I'm like no that sounds very aggressive and I've seen enough of that and I know what happens <laughs> when someone with brown skin just is around screaming white guys and I'm yeah. gonna go the other way like that's what happens I get it <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, there was a lot of uh, ripped fishnets and hairy armpits. That was uh, oh, as far God. as the eye can see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was an interesting crowd. Steven was in heaven. Uh, no, not the hairy armpits part, but you know, yeah. The fishnets and you That's like them. all right. The you torn like, fishnets? Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I'm not like, oh my God, yeah. It turns me around. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, all right, somebody already torn him. What the fuck? <laughs> got it to him before I did. You know, you know, one sad note about Riot Fest, Coolio was there. That was like his last show because he just no. fucking passed away. Yeah, that's what that, that was it. That right. was his yeah. last show. Yeah, he passed away. I think like we're seeing he he like he it was, was, uh, he was found a week in his, later. Yeah, he he was found in like his friend's bathroom, and like yeah. they think that it had to do with asthma. Apparently, he had like a bunch of inhalers that he took with him. But my coworker worked on the Sunday. Like she saw him like just hanging out eating like chicken wings with his friends and shit. And like I was like, it's crazy. Yeah, he's like fifty nine. Yeah, I mean his hairline was like seventy three, but his wow. <laughs> his actual, like, oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways, one thing I did forget to mention is that I got to see Cristela Alonso. Did you? At the den. That's dope. Oh my god, dude. She did a whole new set. She fucking killed. And guess who opened for her? I, I know. Joey. That, yes. yes. Joe, and I've been talking to Joey today all day today. Joey the clown. Joey. Uh yeah, he opened for her. Like I'm sitting there and all he's like, oh, and here's our opener, Joey. Uh, did you not know he was going to be there? I did not know he was so going to be there. I, I knew he was going to be there with her. It was a show that I... think I, you guys talk every day. Not Joe, <laughs> no. Me and him talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you knew, and then... But know, I, did, I didn't show. know he was going to the show. Uh, see, yeah. I didn't know I was going to the show either. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Okay. I didn't know I was going to the show. Uh, it was just happened happen to go that way. But, I mean, she killed. I mean, I swear, like, like I loved her Netflix special. And then... Yes. She got a couple of them. Yeah, she has I'm two. I'm going to have to she check them two. out because... It's going over my head. It's well, it's just comedy. It's just yeah, it's just comedy show. And uh, she yeah. she she adjust, she uh, tailored her 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 set obviously to Chicago. So she she was talking about you know the traffic between Schaumburg and Chicago and all this <laughs> other stuff, and that she loves coming here uh, obviously, but not right now because of the weather. So she's you know. She's, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's I would a say Western if girl. it's not snowing, it's a great time to be here. I don't even mind the snow. It's it's when it gets fucking cold in February. I mean, like you got a better February. car than I do, so I'll slide right off the road. Well, I mean, you you want to be uh, Fast and Furious twelve over there? Uh, I'm replacing uh, Vince Vaughn. Not Vince Vaughn. Why am I saying Vince Vaughn? Paul Walker. Um, Paul Walker. No, not Paul Walker. What's Vin Diesel. Name? There you go. Vin Diesel. We're just naming yeah. actors now. Yeah. There there you go. The Rock. <laughs> Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you are a sad boy, so you could be Tyrese. Yeah, yeah that's true, true, yeah. sweet lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a cool episode this week. Uh, the boys and I are going to discuss the Ford Frick Award and talk about some of our favorite Chicago announcers. We have all of that plus during the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, you rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. Nope. Now for today's stories. Story number one. A man is charged with smuggling pythons in his pants at the U.S. border. Damn, how'd they find out about me? <laughs> man, he's got a strong bite. <laughs> is that a snake or are you happy to see me? <laughs> that, that's not a bird. That's not a bite. That's herpes. <laughs> oh, man. A New York City man has been charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons in his pants at the U.S. Canadian border crossing. This is great. This oh is my God. <laughs> Calvin Batista. Oh my God. I swear I didn't plan this. 36 hey. is accused of bringing the hidden snakes so, on a bus. So let me Not pa- on a plane, let me, on a bus. Let me take a pause right here. 
So Stephen Bautista. <laughs> that's that's my full last name. First and last name, yeah. <laughs> Who's your cousin, Kelvin? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how that works. Uh, that's I, how that works. Uh, I cannot uh, say anything uh, without my lawyer or representative here without me. There we go. Fuck up Kelvin's case. <laughs> Oh, importation of Burmese pythons is regulated by the international treaty and by the federal regulations listing them as injurious. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. To human beings. I don't even know what injurious, injurious means, but if it's a federal case. No, it, it means that this is something. The reason that it's regulated is because something that it could injure a human. That's what it's saying. Injurious. to it's. I was thinking it could fuck up the ecosystem. That's what no, I was thinking. To human beings. I mean, I guess you're a part of the ecosystem, but yeah. I mean, you know, your, your carbon footprint. Yeah. But I mean, I yeah, mean, that's what this means. Batista's run a little reckless. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they like to spread our seed. Like, I did see that on WWE. <laughs> Oh, man. No, I'll, I'll say that uh, I would love to be related to him. Maybe somewhere down the line we are, but uh, I don't know. No, no, I promise you, you are. That, that's essentially how that works. Like, anyway, if you have the same last name as someone else, like someone in there fucked someone else. That was yeah, but I know that uh, it's also a Filipino name. Which is and, from Spain, and and yeah, yeah, so that's, that's essentially what yeah. it is, right? But so I'm just here, saying, here's it's the, like, it's here's like the it's thing crazy you got easy to see different cultures and nationalities. You know, I wouldn't assume that would. Here, I, I here's the thing you like got to remember: England and Spain basically colonized the entire world. They spread so their seeds, right? Exactly. So, and France was a little bit. So, like that's why if you go through the Caribbean, you notice all these black people that speak Spanish. Black people don't speak Spanish. You know why they speak Spanish? Is because the Spaniards <laughs> took slaves and from dropped Africa, them off there. And they're like, all right, you do this, you do this, you do this. They got to Jamaica and they're like, yeah, there's not enough here. So England came in and, and took over. England literally came to Jamaica and saw the Spaniards. He's like, hey, we want sugar cane. He's like, yeah, fuck it, we don't want it. And that's how, <laughs> that's essentially why you have a town in Jamaica called Ocho Rios. Mm. Like, think about that. You think the fucking the, the British came up with that shit? No, it didn't happen. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> and happy Columbus slash Indigenous Day. That's right. <laughs> right on time, baby. Serendipity on both sides of that story. There. All right, I'm gonna look into that uh, that you, article. You're 23 and me. Here, you you want while you're doing it, look up Captain Morgan. That was a real guy, and he was a piece of shit. Do you drink Captain Morgan? No, because oh. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> also, I don't like it. You're like uh, I don't like I don't like space. Wait, no. I mean, Jamaican I, rum is spice rum too. Is, no, it's not. No, sir. It's not. Nope. No, sir. Jamaican rum is not spiced at all. No, not like that. Mm. You got like Kraken. Kraken is a spice rum. Yes. Um, Sailor Jerry's a spice right. rum. But yeah, that, and those were all just kind of like you know, runoffs of uh, Captain Morgan. Mm. Captain Morgan was actually a fucking uh, uh, actual real pirate that like raped and pillaged like a bunch of people, especially in Jamaica. So fuck that guy. A lot of people thought it was Johnny Depp. <laughs> wow <laughs> Story number two Wow You heard? Yeah Florida Highway was covered in Coors Light beer after a semi-crash okay. Sorry Alright, how many Puerto Ricans were involved in this? <laughs> <laughs> a Florida Highway has a temporary close on Wednesday after a semi-trailer carrying cases of Coors Light crashed And turned the side, the roadway into a silver sea of beer cans That's, that. I mean, the illumination Can you imagine there. how many Puerto Ricans are over sipping? In the garage, I'm sipping the, the pavement. Hey, Poppy, let me use a straw. No, not that straw. That's the other straw. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> the multi-vehicle crash occurred shortly after 6 a.m. in the southbound lanes of Interstate 75, about 30 miles north that. of Tampa. I've driven that. So, uh, it's 5 o'clock uh, somewhere. Was, it, was your uh, dad out there? No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was at home. It, it, so the, the hurricane almost got his ass. Uh, yeah. Because he lives right outside of Tampa. It, it and clipped like, him, right? Yeah, the, la- the last minute, like he was like, oh, the neighbors came and helped boarded up the windows and all this shit. And I'm at work I, with the two screens, and I got the radar on one, and I'm literally watching Tampa news at the other on, on the other screen. Mm-hmm. And my boss comes and hey, what's going on over there, Tommy Skilling? <laughs> <laughs> the store was called. Uh, like, well, the cumulus clouds are coming down. Well, that's what I said. I was like, well, actually, you know, my dad lives right there, and he might die. And he was like, Oh. oh, okay. Well, you know, it, it, it was it was Storm Giselle, right? No, no, uh, <laughs> no. That's, that's Tom Brady's issue. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no, no. So it literally like dipped down, clipped, it fucked up uh, Fort Myers, which is completely gone. But you know, his his he he got nothing. They got rain, and that was it. I mean, what, what would you do if you saw somebody just flip over and it's just beer cases everywhere? I mean, I don't really like cores, but uh, I'm not picky if it's free. So I would uh, you know, pull over, run on by. I, I mean, I'd check on the driver first and then I'm like on the way back, you know, pick up a couple cases. <laughs> Uh, nah. I mean, I mean, you you you're just gonna come in here and just insult the beer that we drink on every show. <laughs> I mean, I brought in Pacifico, so I mean, I understand that. I and didn't I, know that was the beer you drink. No, nah, I mean, I don't. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, like, you, you know, you know what beer I drink? The one that starts with B and ends with R. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's beer. That's all beer. Yeah, yeah. No, I got it. They all taste the same anyway. No, they, no, they don't. I'm just kidding. Oh man. <laughs> no, yeah. You're like, man, how much? No. Wa- how you're definitely sir, not getting any water on the weekend. There's the door, doing- sir. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm like, I know I got a bat in here somewhere. <laughs> it's a bunch of them or in there. A, or a pamphlet for AA. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, beer's, beer's not alcohol, especially not coarse. No, not coarse. That's how I stay hydrated. Exactly. It's pur- purified water. Story number three. And I think Steven might have talked about this on this show. We always run back and forth. And we do. Funny. We it's do. It's funny. We don't even talk about the articles that we like. We like pass. We cross over we a lot. Cross over. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, don't cook chicken with NyQuil. Oh, yeah. oh no, you heard this. that right. Do not cook your chicken in NyQuil. The FDA warns it's- after the TikTok challenge spread out there, cooking your chicken in cough medicine, which is NyQuil, is not only silly and unappetizing, but can also be unsafe, according to U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Can be. What the fuck you mean can be? Well, if you put too much of it. Obviously. Or how, how about if you put any of it? That's right. it, well. It's yeah. like then you're fucking having Jaeger. Like you're back. Like yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Like, here comes the pump bottle. But also, NyQuil. like if you're pouring the whole bottle, it doesn't say, "Oh, just pour like a whole cupful." No, it's like they're probably pouring the whole bottle. And I, that's the issue because, like, it's like the little Wayne drink, right? Do you know what's funny is that um, <laughs> when syrup, I when I was te- when I was teaching at the at the on the West Side and. Uh, you know, the kids are like, oh, yeah, come over to my house. My mom's cooking chicken tonight. She's going to fry it up. I'm like, uh, I don't know. With NyQuil. Uh, no, they would they would uh, clean the chicken with bleach. What? I've heard of this. They they they, they, they wash the chicken uh, in, in the sink, and they mm-hmm. pour bleach mm-hmm. to clean the chicken. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. No, that's so, not even safe. So so here, here's the thing, though, and re- as someone that worked in the kitchen before, you're not supposed to, like, wash chicken at all. You're not supposed to take chicken and pour it Or your vegetables. Water. 
Like, well, vegetables, like, you have some pesticides and shit like that. But, I mean, yeah. like, like raw meat, you're not supposed to, like, put it under the sink and wash it with water. Because all you're doing is splashing. Spreading any, it. Anything, anything that, like, any microbial, like, thing on the meat is going to get cooked out and get killed, right? Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is that all you're doing, when you take a piece of raw meat and put it under the sink, all you're doing is splashing whatever bacteria onto the surface of whatever the fuck else you're doing. Now, one thing that I, I did discover when I used to do uh, the, the appliance repair... A lot of people, usually like in, in black community, they will put bleach in their dishwater like all the time. And I'm like, that's probably don't do that. I started doing that shit, man, because I'm like, OK, well, if I have a tub of like dishwater, like hot water, I'll put like a little cap full of bleach in there. I was like, well, fuck it. It's going to sanitize it. I mean, that, yeah, I, mean I got a solution for that. Uh, plastic plates. Gets rid of everything. So. Oh, yeah, no. I thought you were going to see drink the bleach first. Oh, <laughs> plastic plates, man. One for you, one for me. Like paper, you mean like I, paper plates? I have plastic plates, and those absorb more. Yeah. Well, yeah, if no. you get plastic, they're a little bit thicker than paper plates. What are you talking about? What are you talking Like, like disposable? The oh. Yeah, disposable. No, yeah, but those are not plastic. Some of them, the new ones, the ones I have, they're like a little bit thicker, but they're a little bit more expensive. This, this is how I know you ain't got no kids. Plates. You got no kids, do you? No. no. Because how the fuck? I'm, I'm going to buy plastic plates. If I buy one pack of 50 plastic plates on a Monday, that shit will be gone by Monday. Yep. But <laughs> like also, all of them. They're like, oh, I'll just take no, these I live and alone. them in the trash. I live alone. Those oh, things yeah, last me at least two weeks, three yeah, weeks. You don't, so you don't rinse them off? You just, you don't, you don't no, reuse I don't them? rinse them off. No, nope. oh, I just throw them away. You're a psychopath. <laughs> Someone like, likes well, to waste see, money. That's exactly what that is. Or money or time, both no. are very valuable. No. Yeah, both well, are valuable. And I'm, I'm, I'm the, he's, he's way more single than I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, he he spends a little bit more. Uh, so Jose, what are you doing this weekend? That, that, I'm, I'm kind of by myself. Yes. Oh man. No, that that that's uh that's that's aggressive. That's that's aggressive singleness. <laughs> aggressive singleness. Oh my god. <laughs> These fucking guys. I'm Big Z and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is comedian Ken Gar, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock. Big Earl E-Rock. and G-Money and a bunch of... Weirdos. So <laughs> tune in. Hey, 
Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z and today's guest, Stevie B. There we go. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Spring love. <laughs> All right, y'all. So today's topic is going to be the Ford Frick Award. This is an award that's presented annually for broadcaster uh, for major contributions to baseball. The award, named after the late broadcaster, nationally president, commissioner, and Hall of Famer, has been presented annually since 1978. Frick was a driving force behind the creation of the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, and he helped foster the relationship between radio and the game of baseball. The award is presented annually during the Hall of Fame weekend. Each award recipient, not to be confused with an inductee, is presented with a calligraphy of the award and recognized in the Scribes and Mikeman exhibit in the Library of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Mel Allen and Red Barber were the first two recipients in 1978. A single winner has been selected every year following. Yeah, so I mean, there's a, quite a few uh, guys that have won this award with mm-hmm. uh, Chicago Connections. Um, you know, you go back to 1978, you talked about Mel Allen and Red Barber, but right away in 1979, Bob Elson, uh, who was an announcer for both the uh, the Sox and the Cubs, won mm-hmm. the award. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of crossover between the Cubs and Sox, so you'll see that coming up. Yeah, uh, 1983, Jack Brickhouse, who was uh, hey, uh, hey. both the Cubs and the Sox. I mean, I have the, the Jack Brickhouse vinyl right here, the best, the mo- greatest moments in Cubs history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go down the list. I mean, you got guys from the uh, the Cardinals like Jack Buck. I mean, uh, as much as I despise the Cardinals, you got to give him his recognition. Yep. Uh, in 1989, Harry Carey was the recipient of the award. Again, Cardinals, Cubs, and uh, White Sox. Um, you got guys like Joe Garagiola uh, from NBC. He was the one that was always on the national broadcast. Um, you go down a little bit. Let's see here. Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre. I mean, look, Bob Euchre, just a bit outside. I mean, like, right there, right there. That's all you need to know. Uh, you got Marty Brenneman from the Reds. I mean, we have, we all know him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Harry Callis from the, uh, the the Phillies is another big name. Tim McCarver, Tim who McCarver, was on the Mets yep. all those years. Yep. Um, Dick Enberg, who was everywhere. Huge. I mean, Huge. everywhere in baseball. Uh, of course, Bob Costas in 2018. That's I mean, homegrown right there, that's, Bob Costas. That's right there. So, and uh, and Al Michaels, Ken Harrelson, your boy, right there yeah, in, the in Hawk. 2020. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so this year's nominees are the 10. Uh, these are the 10 finalists for the 2023 Frick Award are Dave Campbell, Joe Castle. How do you say this? Castellongly? Castiglione. There you go. That guy. Uh, Kerry Cohen, <laughs> uh, Jocks Doucette. Yeah, we'll go yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. probably Jacques Doucet, but yeah. Doucet? Yeah, it's French. It's whatever. Wee wee. Wee wee. Then Tom Hamilton. That was a hard one. Yeah. Uh, John Harworth. That's Jerry. Oh, that is Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back as we used to be. Our, our favorite guy, Pat Hughes. Love him. There er- we go. Ernie Johnson Sr. Ernie Johnson. That's right. Uh, Duane. Is it Duane or Duane? It's Duane. Uh, the Rock Johnson. Oh, wrong guy. Uh, uh, Cooper? That's Cooper. Uh, Q- I don't know. Uh, go with Cooper. And our favorite guy on both sides of town, Steve Stone. I mean, Steve. That, that, it's a great. It's a great list. It's, it's a, a great, great list. list. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. let me just. Was finish. there another Batista in there? Or no. No, not oh, this time. Oh, okay. No, no he's no, only that, that was the, snakes. The, yeah, snakes. Gotcha. I thought maybe another one. That could was be a snake great answer. Snake answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the win- talk, talk to me in ten years. Yeah, the winner. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll be there in ten years. <laughs> the winner of the 2023 Frick Award will be announced on December 7th at the baseball winter meetings in San Diego. San Diego. San Diego, and uh, will be honored during the July 22nd awards presentation as part of the tw- uh, July 21 through 24th. 
Weekend Hall of Fame uh, in 2023 in Cooperstown. All of the 2023 Frick Award candidates are living except for Johnson. So do you know what, uh, what San Diego means? Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina. No, there's no way that's correct. I do. Whale's vagina. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm Anchor Man. <laughs> Legit Anchor Man. Uh, San Diego? It's, it's San Diego. It's, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a saint. Yes. Saint Diego. Mm-hmm. I can't tra- translate Diego into English. It's one of the one, one names, like very few <laughs> names that you can be like, yeah, that's this is that in English. But like, no, this is just Diego. I went to Jose de Diego. So. See. Yeah. See. <laughs> All right, let's focus on our local nominees. First off is Pat Hughes. Pat Hughes. I mean, look, uh, who doesn't? Even if you're a Sox fan, you know exactly who Pat Hughes is. Oh, yeah. He started back in 1983 performing as a TV play-by-play man for the Twins, after which he spent 12 years years in Milwaukee for the Brewers. He also spent 17 years as the radio TV game caller for Marquette University Basketball. In November of 95, he was selected by WGN Radio in Chicago to be the new voice of the Cubs. He partnered with color commentator, my favorite, Ron Santo, uh, the former Hall of Famer who, you know, we... we, we yeah, we covered uh, let, me, let me tell you about his Hall of Fame shit, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> from 96 until Santo passed away in 2010, their on-air chemistry began, <laughs> came to be known as the Pat and Ron Show. Facts. In September 2003, he was the MC at Wrigley Field when the Cubs retired Santo's number at the last regular season game besides santo hughes has worked regularly on air with his part with uh as an on-air partner with harry carey bob Uecker, and al mcguire one of hughes best known calls came at the end of the 2016 world series when the cubs ended their 108 year world series drought the longest in baseball history why the fuck did you put that in there just to, to yeah i know i don't i don't like that because we're stating <sighs> facts sir well, you're at 25, I think. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> I just put the facts Take down. Take a breath. I just put the facts down. Hey, you won the championship. A little bouncer slowly towards Bryant. He'll glove it and throw it to Rizzo. It's in time, and the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. The Cubs come pulling out of the dugout, jumping up and down like a bunch of delirious 10-year-olds. <laughs> the Cubs have done it. The longest drought in the history of American sports is over, and the celebration begins. Goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. yeah I not, not because you did it, but because I know the call. Especially when I <laughs> He was also known for the call of Mark McGuire's 62nd home run in 1998, which broke the single season home run record, which is most often played call of the moment. I mean, that right there, that tells you how iconic his sound is. The dulcet tones of Pat Hughes. I yeah. mean, the way that he... He he describes the uniforms, the hats, the jerseys, the color down to the piping. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it says piping, yeah, right? Yes, like he it's, does. It's down to the piping, and it's funny because when you hear the the Bears broadcasting, you hear uh, they, uh, Joni, uh, Joni does X it, and thing. he throws right. it over to Tom Thayer, and Tom Tom Thayer is like, oh, oh, oh yeah, it's purple for the Vikings, <laughs> like, and he just he, he's always caught off guard, right? Yeah. I I think Tom. Tom Thayer's losing it a little bit. Like, if you hear him, like maybe he, a little CTE, he, something. No There's CTE. something going on there. Maybe. Yeah. It's, he's slowing down. Yeah, he's definitely slowing down. But anyway, let's uh, talk about uh, his his uh, 
Ex- his achievements over the years. Back in 2012, he was inducted into the Bram High School Athletic Hall of Fame. In 2014, he was inducted into the WGN Walk of Fame, only the third sportscaster to be honored. In 16, he received the, the Ring Lardner Award for Excellence in Sports Journalism in the Broadcast category. In 2017, he was inducted into the Irish American uh, Baseball Hall of Fame in New York. And in 2017, the National Sports Media Association Award Hughes with the Illinois Sportscaster of the Year. The National Sportscasters and Sports Writers Association has awarded Hughes nine Illinois Sportscaster of the Year awards in 96, 99, 06, 07, 2009, 14, 15, 17, and 2019 in addition to three Wisconsin Sportscasters of the Year awards in 1990 through 1992. He was also a finalist for the Ford Frick Award in 2016 in conjunction with the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. And he also, uh, in on August 24th, it was announced during the broadcast uh, versus St. Louis that he will be inducted into the Cubs Hall of Fame with his plaque to be unveiled on September 10th. That was absolutely amazing. He was completely caught off guard. I mean, considering, a fact, considering the fact that a guy with so many accolades was just caught off guard, you're like, hey... You were there for every crucial Cubs moment in the last mm-hmm. 30 years. Yep. You're in, bro. And he was like, you know, he saw the emotion. But I, I will say this. I always talk about the fact that as a kid, I didn't watch baseball. I didn't care about baseball. And that 1998 home run race between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and hearing Ron Santo and, and Pat Hughes talk about it. That's what drew me into baseball. I still remember the day that that Ron Santo passed away and I was going to physical therapy and I pulled up into a parking lot and I cried. It was cold outside. It was winter. And I remember like, but I also remember other moments where he was so excited in 2003 and I'm like literally in the car, like punching the roof of my car. Like, oh my God. Like it was so (laughs) exciting. So, so along with Ron Santo, Pat Hughes was literally the voice of my Childhood. My love, no, not my childhood, because oh, yeah, I wasn't a kid. Yeah, you but, were. But they, they were the navigators for my love of baseball. And the thing is that when you listen to the radio, they're they're telling you the story yeah. because they have to they paint have the to picture. Paint the picture, yeah, yeah. And so it is very descriptive, and then even your color guy has to be more descriptive and more analytical of, of, of describing their, what they're doing. It, it's it's crazy. Like just like you said, the piping on on the on the uniforms. All right. Well, they're wearing blue piping with white uh, uniforms and red across their chest. Whatever it is, right? So it has to be a beautiful picture. It's uh, 120, and it's uh, got Cubs baseball, and it's a beautiful sunny day. It's 73 degrees. You know, that's what you're hearing. Every time he comes down, he goes from beautiful Wrigley Field. Field, Yes. Cubs baseball is on the air. Like I'm sure I butchered that. But, I mean, like, it it just – he knows how to start the show. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a broadcast; it is a show. Yes. From the time that he talked, I remember how much shit Ron Santo would give him for uh, Pat Hughes wears the ugliest sweaters in the world. Like you know, he like <laughs> it's like he went deep into Jamarcus Russell's <laughs> oh boy. sweater closet, and he was like, "Is that one ugly?" Yeah, and and he was like, "Where did you get that?" You know, I mean, Ron Santo, he's given so much shit. I remember when Ron Santo's hair caught on fire in the thing, and they oh. to this day, so or now, when he caught his uh, privates in a zipper. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it was yeah. all of these moments right there. And and I, I will tell you, again, like, 
that is the reason why I love baseball, why I love Cubs baseball. And, I mean, like, Pat Hughes is a huge right. part of that. And I think me. I had the, the same experience. Like, growing up, my mother is a big-time Cubs fan. Okay. So, like, riding in the car with her back when she, you know, like, on a Saturday or going somewhere to somewhere on the weekend, it was on the radio. Yeah. That's what she was listening to. And I was listening to it, and I would hear everything, and she'd be the same thing. Pounding the roof yes. of the car, and uh, <laughs> you know that's why. Like when I came on the podcast with you, uh, with Z, the first time, he asked me, like, you know, how did I fall in love with the Cubs? Yeah. And that's a great yeah. moment. A lot yes. of the things that uh, I'm a Cubs and a Bears fan. She taught me how to love the team. That's and, a, yeah, and well, ride the cu- it out. Cubs and Bears are synonymous. Let's be honest. The Cubs fans and, and the Bears fans are very synonymous. They're, they they understand what it, what it, what it, what is the struggle, yeah. and then they're diehards, right? One hundred percent. It doesn't matter what the scene's going to be. They're like optimistic. Oh, the Bears are going to they're going to take it all. Um, sir, they're, they're, they got twelve There's players. Some Bears fans There's right twelve now players on the yeah. team right now. Right. <laughs> but, but like I said, with the Cubs, like it's just like things like that. Where uh, growing up with that, and then when Ron Santo passed away, the first thing I did was I went to my parents' place because yeah. Yeah. that year I met him and he signed my Cubs hat. So I, I made sure that it was still in my parents in a container. So. And and, that, and that's the thing is that like I am not an autograph chaser. I I mean like it's. Cool. I mean it was it's, he was there and I'm like well why not right and, yes. and it's a cool yeah. thing to have like I have random ones here and I, I mean I don't, yeah I, I gifted you one I think yeah I have that yeah that's that, that, that's probably one of my my favorite autographs are from a, well second to Ryan Sandberg to, to meeting Lee Smith and yeah. just out of nowhere I have that one there and I had to run and go get a baseball I'm like oh you're gonna sign this for yeah. me yeah. you're gonna be in the Hall of Fame like in a couple years and then you know I, as a Christmas gift I'm like. He's an appreciated way more than I am. That's, I mean, that's a really you know, good that, friend. That's the one that's up there. <laughs> no, it is. It, it's in a perfect spot, which is, it's a, you can't see this, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a square. Uh, it's a cube. It's, it's a cube. cube. Yeah, it's a and square. there's a hole in the middle of the lamp, and it yeah. fits perfectly it's, it's, in there. Just how it worked out, yeah. Yeah, in the studio, it's, yeah. So it's just, you know, my biggest thing is like, oh, up to bat is Wilson Contreras. That drives me nuts. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Like, where in that name do you see Cone? Yeah, yeah, that's Cone. But that's Wilson how you pronounce it. He, 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 you know what? I'm pretty <laughs> sure the producers are like that's not how you say. It. He's like, well, it's Wilson Contreras up yeah. to bat. Yeah, and, yeah, and Wilson Contreras. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's that's always it's always his thing. But I mean, like literally, like he his his he, he you rarely hear him make a mistake. Right. You rarely hear him trip up. The only other person that I ever remember that was like that, and I mean, again, I'm talking about just general like announcers that I remember from Chicago sports, was uh, um, Dave Jude. You know Dave, Dave Jude? So Dave Jude did the the um, the Sports Center announcements for ESPN Forever, and I mean, every on the hour, every hour, and I mean, it was absolutely perfect. He never mispronounced a name. He never stuttered. He always had the script. I mean, like he was amazing. And now he's like in Arizona, and the only reason he's in Arizona because they stopped local ESPN stopped doing the Sports Center updates. Yep. But I mean, that's where Sarah Spain started. Yep. That's where a lot of these people, right. even here on the air now, mm-hmm. that's where they were doing it. They're like, okay, well, you're the you're the update guy. You yep. know? But that was the thing is that you never like and, and you hear it as corny as it is. You have the Pat and Ron show back now because you got Ron Coomer and and, and they had uh, Keith Moreland for the for a while. And they were like, "Oh yeah, former Cubs Hall of Famer Keith Moreland." He was boring as dog shit. Like you're <laughs> like, man, I'd rather listen to dog shit. Like, what, what is that sound? Is that steam? Yep, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, but Ron Coomer, he's fucking funny. I mean, like Ron Coomer w- when he played for the Cubs, he was like he was a little chubby guy. Now he's a big boy. He's a big boy. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean they they have the rapport that Ron Santo and Pat Hughes had, and the little jokes and the like they they play the, the attendance game and right. the banter. I mean, it's just they're such a good fit, and I feel like. Pat Hughes is that reason because he found a way to take three different former ball players from the Cubs and make them sound good. Right. He's your Vince Scully. Oh, 100%. He's your Vince yeah, Scully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can call a game by himself if you if he had to. And he's had. He, ha- yeah, he has called games it. by himself. Right, right, right. He's done it a couple times. So, so I'm saying like. Especially with Ronnie. Yeah. He. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie had the issues. Yeah, but he had, he had, he had, he had exactly. with the diabetes and all that. Exactly. Had, yeah, yeah. So, so he is your Vince Scully where he can do both. He can crack a joke while still calling the game at the same time. That is skill. Like, there's and that that shows how much he's been in the industry and doing it. Oh, for him, it's it's like walking. Yeah, for him, it's walking. He's he's talking. He's probably doing three other things at yes. the same time. Yes, he's filling out the scorecard. He's looking at the stats and he's calling the game. That's impressive. That's impressive. I mean, we we did it for the for the charity game. We're like, all right, we got. Yeah. Uh, who's this guy? But that was part of the Yeah, we were trying to make be yeah, funny. That, that was part of the fun of it. But like, all right, here comes number seven. What's his name? Nobody cares. <laughs> like, <laughs> his mama misses him. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, but I I, I mean, just just I, one thing I will say is that you think about a guy like Pat Hughes, who was with the organization, who was the catalyst for so many Cubs fans to feel the emotion that you have because you can watch the game all day and the funny thing is is like when, when it comes to like TV announcers when you come to Joe Buck and Aikman and Chris Collinsworth they always talk shit about Chris Collinsworth now here's the guy yeah here's the guy like that's how he starts talking yeah. like my you know my dad has phrases that he you know what I mean he's like his the thing that my dad says and the thing is this Right, I have. You things, do the same thing. I, I do something similar to that. But yeah. And the, the, you know, I, you know, that's right. what it no, is. Right? No, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But you think about these guys, and and like I said, I, I always harp. I don't harp, but I always like kind of like shit on people who talk about TV announcers. They're like, well, he ruined the broad. He ruined the the, the game, and I'm like. The announcer has no bearing the, on TV yeah. what happens in the game. You either enjoyed what you saw on the field or you didn't. That's you the whole turn, Joe Buck thing. That's the whole Joe Buck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Joe like, Buck sucks. Eight, like, Joe Buck is a great announcer. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's Second very, generation. Right. And the thing is that he had such a weird relationship with his dad, and like he wanted to prove to his dad. But I can do it Joe, myself, right? Joe Buck is a very good, very un, very knowledgeable announcer. The yes. reason that people don't like him is that when you are in a playoff game, he is gassing up Clayton Kershaw. When Clayton Kershaw plays against the Cubs, they're like he's like, "Oh, Clayton Kershaw did this, and we're in seventeen Cy Youngs, and did this," and everyone's like, "He hates the Cubs because he talked about the opponent of the Cubs." And I'm like, "No, his job is to gas up both fucking teams. And yes. if one of the guys in the other team is really fucking good." You're going to gas him up every time they call a Bears and, and Packers game and he's there, he's gassing up Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers fucks up the Bears every time. Yep. Every he, time. Hate, he hates the Bears. No, he's talking about how good Rodgers is because Rodgers is that fucking good. And plus you can't talk about the Bears because they're not doing anything. Right. And, you, the time, and the problem so. is, is that you hate Aaron Rodgers. It right. has nothing to do with Joe, Joe Buck. You hate Rodgers. That's why you're upset. Right. As the announcer, you're there to provide stories and background on the players that are producing. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to highlight whatever is the highlight of the highlight game. Highlight is the key word. Right. You're going to highlight because the Bears stink and and there's nothing you can do about that. There's you you, talk about. you can't put candy on a fucking turd and say, "Hey, eat this." That's You're like still sweet. not gonna, It's like, "Hey, the, the, the do, sweetness." Do, do do the Bears shit in the woods like, "No, they save that for the field." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good one. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more after a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, I'm Sandra Guerrero from Red Wealth Management. You are listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Red Wealth Management Co. That is Red Wealth MGMT Co. for all your financial needs. Hey, True Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, what's up? This is Lux Cruz from Jungle AE Recording Studios and Illinois Media School. And you are now listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. With two of our favorite announcers being nominated, our topic today is a Ford Frick Award. Stony, the Stone Pony, baby. Stone Pony. Stone Steve Pony, Stone, baby. Yes, right. Stony pitched for four MLB teams between 1971 and 1981. In 1980, he was the AL Cy Young Award winner and an American League All-Star, finishing with the season with... A record of twenty-five and seven, dominating. Uh, unfortunately, it was for the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was WGN TV's color commentator, color commentator for Chicago Cubs broadcast between nineteen eighty-three and two thousand and four, missing a couple of seasons late in his tenure due to health problems. He worked in radio until two thousand nine, where he became the color commentary for the Chicago White Sox television broadcast. Yeah, so I mean, he had a really long career, and he he did so many different things, and uh, I I think uh, even now the playgirl. Okay, well that was not something I was going to (laughs) mention, but I mean, since you it was it was the seventies. Since you wanted to bring it up, uh, buy the magazine. No, I wasn't even born, man. You could have found it at a flea market. (laughs) (laughs) That would be E Rock's. That's E Rock's department over there. Don't check the bookcase out. No, (laughs) it's signed. You can take it home. That's your gift. (laughs) Pay for the baseball. I will frame the shit out of that. Yeah, (laughs) page seven. (laughs) <laughs> wow! And it folds out and eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Monday Night Baseball, ABC Sports in 1982. So look, I mean, he's done it all. He's done it all. Uh, following his retirement, Steve Stone was hired by ABC to serve as a color commentator for the Monday Night Baseball broadcast. Uh, Stone was normally paired with Al Michaels and Bob Euchre in the booth. I, I mean, mean, think think about that. Coming off of your your career, mm-hmm. right, and that's who you get paired up with. Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 other guys who have won the uh, the Frick Award, right? Exactly. I mean, I mean, again, like we talked about, Al Michaels has covered everything, and it's, it's nice to see that Steve Stone has covered a couple sports. I mean, Bob Euchre is just hilarious. Bob Euchre, absolutely. I mean, problem he's, child. He's still he's still out there doing something. Uh, he, he'll call a game here and there. Yeah, but not like not, no, not, like not, not an everyday thing. 
so yeah, so I mean, like after his one year at uh, at ABC doing the Monday Night Baseball, the Cubs tapped him and says, "Hey, uh, we're calling our bullpen guy," and brought him in. Uh, so he was with uh, the Cubs and WGN from 1983 to 2004. In '83, he became the color commentator for the WGN broadcast of the Cubs, teaming for 14 years with the Hall of Famer Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. In 1985, as you so. Uh, Eloquently, oh look at that! It's there. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke of he did post from Clay Girl uh, after Harry Carey's death in February of 1998. Stone was paired with Carey's grandson Chip Carey, who was a fucking disaster. I kind of like that broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chip Carey. I mean, Chip Carey. His voice wasn't bad, but he just wasn't good at the job. No, he wasn't good at the job, but he had he's, the voice for he's it. Like, yeah. He he goes a uh, line drive base hit. Caught out there, like wait a minute, those things—that's not how that works. <laughs> like it's either I would a line hope it'd drive. be caught out there, yeah, yeah, but it's either a line drive and a base kit or a base hit, or it was caught out there. It's one or the other, there, uh, Chip. But he's still doing uh, Braves. He's still yeah. doing Braves contest. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stone left the booth due to health reasons. Two thousand, including a case of this long ass disease that I'm not even. Gonna, it's uh, called Valley Fever. It's called Valley Fever, but it's also called coxidoxidoxidoxidosis. Keep your cock in your pants. And also Playgirl, <laughs> yay! And uh, he also had kidney stones, but he returned to the Cubs booth in 2003 and 2004. Stone temporarily took uh, took over play-by-play duties for Harry Carey while he was recovering from a stroke at the start of 1987 season. WGN announced that until Harry Carey was well enough to return, guest announcers would fill in and sit alongside Stone. On August 7, 1993, Stone provided commentary alongside Jim Cat for Cubs game against St. Louis for CBS. It's weird to think of CBS doing baseball, isn't it, at this point? Yeah. Some TVs don't even get CBS. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If I were to hook up like the regular like digital antenna, it's yeah. like it's like, hi, can I watch Channel Two? And it goes, no. My Samsung says no. My LG TV says, oh yeah, sure, I'll yeah. play CBS. It's not for super you. weird. It, it's, it's, yeah. weird. it's weird. It's weird. What like technology? Even though it's all shared, what technology actually picks up the channels? So like that. Sling is kind of like that because I have I use I love Hulu. Uh, I pay the. $89 for Hulu to watch certain shows. Hulu has live sports. Right, mm-hmm. right. And yeah, so does Sling. Sling's able to do that, but there's certain <laughs> channels that you're not able to pick up. And my TV that's in my living room, that's fairly new. Mm-hmm. I can't attach an antenna to it. You can, but it's like a weird option to find. I have to open up the manual. I was looking at it. I have to call customer service. I'm not going to do all that. You, so you, I'll you, take a look at it. Your, your TV, <laughs> TV is old. You don't have a coax on your TV? No, it's new. It has all the apps and everything. It's like maybe two years old. No, the back of the no, TV. No, but I mean the, the inputs on the back. It's, it's like this right. little silver thing that you plug it into. Like yeah, an you have to like. put an adapter, and then oh, it's like an sense. adapter that's flat that you just put against the window. Yeah, so no, that, that's the antenna. Right. That's, that's the, the digital antenna. antenna. Yeah, that's that's digital the antenna, antenna, but you have to hook it up to your TV, and usually right. it goes through a coax, which is the, the you know, like the... It the, does that, but it didn't start reading the channels right away. Uh, that's that's yeah, because yeah, yeah. the digital antenna has to be plugged into the USB at the same time. Yeah. That's the power. That's the power. I have the power. Right. Yeah. Well, he meant. I get it. Um, so, <laughs> so Stone refused the contract extension as a Cubs color man after the 2004 season amid a controversy involving Cubs players who felt he was being overly critical of their performance. Sounds familiar. And then they brought in Rob Brentley, who was even more of an asshole. <laughs> uh, even, even so, Stoney was a fan favorite. One reason he was so well-liked was his ability to accurately predict what what might happen in various game situations like he's Tony Romo explaining to the audience <laughs> why the strategy or pitch would be successful prior to the play. 
A famous a famous example of of this was him expressing, "I wouldn't pitch to this guy in a 2004 game." Seconds before the batter Adam Dunn hit a home run off pit, Mike, uh, Cubs pitcher Mike Remlinger to give the Reds the lead, and I remember that because uh, that's when Adam Dunn was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's the last time he was good. Yeah. Right, right before the the, the debacle. Like, yeah, here's a bunch of money. He's like, I forgot how to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stoney expressed frustration with Cubs uh, manager Dusty Baker for not controlling his players. At one point during the 04 season, Kent Merker called the broadcast yep. from the bullpen during a game to complain about comments made, also confronting Stone in a hotel lobby. Among the comments that reportedly irked Merker were Chip Carey's praise of Houston Astros pitcher Roy Oswald, who was a very good pitcher. Yep. Uh, it was also reported that Merker had le- and left fielder Moises Alou shouted at Stone on a team charter plane to a road game in 04, and that Alou tried to have Stone and Carey banned from the team team charter flights. If you really w- if you really didn't like him, all you had to do was you know piss on him because that was a loose thing. I was gonna say Stone Cold. Uh, stone Point was probably <laughs> saying Stone Cold. Here's Stone Point is probably saying, Hey, how about you wash your hands? <laughs> I ain't shaking your shit. I piss on you. I piss on you. R. Kelly. On September 30th, 2004. R. Kelly. Kelly. (laughs) He was a butt pirate. Um, On (laughs) September 30th, 2004, in the wake of a 12-inning loss to the Cincinnati Reds that all but eliminated the Cubs, Stone strongly criticized the team. The truth of the situation is this. An extremely talented bunch of guys who want to look at all directions except where they should really look and make excuses for what happened. This team should should have won the wild card playoff berth by six or seven games. No doubt about it. The comments stunned Baker and uh, were a factor in Stone's resignation as a Cubs broadcaster the following month. It sounds very similar to the uh, 2022 White Sox. A little bit, yeah. yeah, because he does. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll go in on a White Sox. Hey, this team is way too talented to be losing to fucking the Royals. To everybody, pretty much. Like, there's no reason that you should be losing with all this talent. Stone, literally, like he'll say, "Oh, you shouldn't pitch to him." Boom. Like, he just said that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He does it for the White Sox all the time, and then you'll see Benetti like, "Why shouldn't he do this?" Well, because he's fucking owned them his whole life. That's why. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can but- see it. That that's research. That's knowing your that's knowing your job, right? Yeah. Like right. You, that's your job to know who you're facing, who you're commentating on, who the players are, who what what their stats are, who what their weak point is, right? I mean, you know, you play you play or you're around baseball or any sport long enough, you understand people's tendencies. Baseball is one of those few sports where you have one person going against another person when you talk about a hitter going against a pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. You, you you can talk about you know, baseball, football, what, or uh, uh, basketball and football, whatever you want, but it's never there's never a situation where it's one player versus another player, right? You have a team versus a team in other sports. Right? Baseball is in, is unique in that situation where you have and pitchers are weird to begin with. Pitchers are the, some of the weirdest people mm-hmm. on the planet. But pitcher versus batter, and the fact that you rem- remember this, you recognize it, that's a big part of your job, whether the team wants to recognize or acknowledge or understand that or not. That was literally his job. It's what he was hired to do. So when you're critical, like I said, just the way that Bob Brenly is, when he ended up having to go, I think he ended up going back to the, the Dime, yeah, well, well, he went back to the Diamondbacks because he, he was a manager for the Diamondbacks, I think, when Left. he won the World Series. Right. Came to the Cubs in a booth with Len. And then he was, you know, he was gone after a few years because he just, you know, he was always talking. He was, he was always talking about playing with his band. Yeah, that's all he really <laughs> that's, was. Yeah, yeah, 
That's I know a, Len, Len is a big uh, big music guy. Yeah, Len's also a big music guy. Who also went to the White Sox. All right, in yeah, early 2005, did. Stone <laughs> was hired by Chicago radio station. I wasn't going to say that, but you said it for I'm going to the White Sox. WSCR to provide commentary and host a weekly talk show hosted on Mondays by Terry. Wow. What? Terry Bears. Boars. You don't need boars? You don't boars, boars. Come on, man. Terry Boars and Dan Bernstein on Tuesdays by Mike, uh, Mike North. And on Thursdays by Brian Hanley and Mike Mulligan. Uh, he was also hired by ESPN to work some of that uh, network baseball telecast. He still does the score on uh, a weekly basis. Yeah. Him and Ozzy do, uh, not on the same day, but on uh, alternating days, they'll be on there. And they provide a lot of insight on there. Because the thing is, is that people forget just because the Cubs are on the score now, the the, the score was the home of the White Sox. Forever. It was yes. forever. Yeah, it was. The mm-hmm. fact that the Cubs aren't on WGN now was just a travesty in the beginning. Yeah. In early, in early, yeah, in early wow. 2007, Stone filled in for White Sox uh, color commentator Darren Jackson while Jackson took leave for the birth of his child, which he successfully predicted a walk-off home run by Juan Uribe. Got that one right. In extra innings. <laughs> in October of 07, Stone, uh, Stone called postseason games between the Boston Red Sox and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Los Angeles and California and all that shit for TBS. Uh, partnered with play-by-play announcer Ted Robinson. Dude, I said it once and I said it, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles, it sounds like a like a, a Catholic from Mexico. <laughs> Jose Guadalupe, Ramirez, and blah, blah, blah. You, know? you got to like, put your both your mother maiden names, your, both your, your dad's uh, married names. And yeah, your you like, great-grandfather's third name, you have to put that in there, too. Yeah, Consuelo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On March 4, 2008, Stone was named the color commentator of the White Sox radio broadcast for, two, for, for the 08 season on the score. Uh, replacing Chris Singleton, who moved on to ESPN. Good riddance, kills Chris Singleton. And I was super happy to have Stone Pony and Ed Farmer mm-hmm. on the radio. And that, for me, was the equivalent of what you guys had on the north side because now you have two Hall of Famers, two pitchers, because Farmer was a pitcher, right. and you had two guys who knew the game backwards, forwards, and upside down, and they would predict stuff. And, hey, this is what you should be doing. So for me, that for that's my 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 favorite uh, broadcast duo for the White Sox. On uh, September 13 of 08, Stone accepted the job as a comment, color commentator for the White Sox television broadcast for six years, beginning in the 09 season. He said he enjoyed being in the booth with Hawk Harrison. Uh, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> that's a lie. He's the one person. He that's a fucking lie. Stating that he liked his nickname Stone Pony. Uh, Stone also acted as a fill-in play-by-play announcer with Har- when Harrison wasn't available. He worked with either analyst Tom Pachoric. I love fucking Spanky. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, and, and Tony Graffinino, who was a White Sox player in the 05 season and 04. And all mm-hmm. shit, but he was okay. Uh, as of 2022, uh, since Harrelson's retirement, Stone remains as the White Sox television color commentator alongside J.C. Bonetti, who is the new Bob Costas. Yeah, he does everything. He does, he does everything. Absolutely everything. He works twice a day, does two sports a day. It's ridiculous. He does everything and the Olympics now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, I didn't know about the Olympics. Yeah, he did the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Costas. Uh, the only thing that Benetti needs to do is get pink eye. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me ask you a question because I we we talked. I think we touched on like White Sox announcers before, Darren Jackson, garbage, <laughs> and Len Casper. How do you? 
Here, here's my here's my first question. And the fo- it sounds and, 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 so weird to have Len Casper on my show. I, 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 I do have a follow up question also. Uh-huh. But my first question is: um, <laughs> Oh my god, here we go. Do you do you enjoy listening to them? And also, who's your favorite Muppet? <laughs> my favorite Muppet is Grover. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, I do not listen to. I try not to. Um, you know when the uh, Wait, you, you mean you don't like the intro? Hi ho! This is uh, Len Casper here, and I'm here to talk about White Sox baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my partner. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was a homer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Ca- Len Casper. I don't like him. I don't. I, he's a very good baseball voice. You can't have two dudes that sound like fucking Kermit. So it was just like the same like repetitive shit, and that's what it feels like when you listen to Len and fucking uh, Darren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just like three hours of that, ladies and gentlemen. You can't see him flaying his arms like <laughs> Muppets over here. So crazy inflatable arm flailing too, man! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> who who does the? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Is uh who does the the pregame for the White Sox on uh, ESPN? Oh shit! Um. Yeah, I, 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 I listen know. to him. I listen to him. I he is like, great. Yeah, he's good. He's very he good. is great. And he's been on the radio broadcast, and he's done a couple games in the booth with uh, Benetti. He is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's a guy that you're going to see him come up real soon, uh, just because I don't I don't think the chemistry between Len Casper and Darren Jackson is great. Like you said, they sound like the same person. Now, it's who just do you think is going to get the boot first? It, they'll wait for, for Len Casper's contract to run out. Because you you need Darren Jackson as the color guy because you need a former player. You know who they should get is Miss Piggy. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a sound effect. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but again, Jason Benetti will 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 be there forever. Uh, I don't know how long Sony's gonna be doing be in a booth, man. And you know what? For me, I grew up watching Cubs baseball because that's all you can watch on TV. Right, at right. you know, growing up. And you didn't become a Cubs fan because of that. No, I love the Cubs. I just didn't like the Cub fans in my neighborhood because they were dickheads about it. Like, Did they pick on you? No, they <laughs> didn't know. They didn't know baseball, so it annoyed me to say you're a Cub fan and don't know who's on your team, who's on the rotation. That annoys me. Mm-hmm. Same thing for White Sox fans. Believe me, There's, it's on both sides of town. Right, 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 but growing that. up, it was everybody was a Cub fan. I'm like, wait, wait, cool. Who's on the team? I watched the team. Yeah, when I played mo, uh, when I played uh, Nintendo, was it bases loaded? I would play as the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would play as the Cubs, yeah, yeah. and I would manually keep stats of every game that I played. Oh yeah, that's so that yeah that was like I mean I would play the, the show yes oh four. And I, be like oh four, and then I remember. I have all that. Yeah, I remember picking my own team, so I know like David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, mm-hmm. you know Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, yeah, like everyone who I was the doing bloody sock. Yeah, yeah, oh. I have that book of his. That Do you game, really? Yeah, that game. Of, Does it come with a piece of bloody sock? Uh, tissue. Oh, and a tampon. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember Stone because you know during the rain delays, he was educational. Yeah, oh he, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they didn't play. They didn't play, they didn't like, play for, like flashbacks. You're not watching. Highlights. Yeah, you're not watching highlights of it's like not the marquee of the '73 Cubs. You're yeah. not. You're not watching Friends. You know, they're they were literally there to entertain you. So I learned how to pitch because he was like, "Okay, guys, we're going to learn how to pitch today." And this is a split finger, and this is a curveball. And you see it now when you see on like especially like ESPN or whatever, you see them like actually zoom in on the, the grip hand yeah. and see the grip of the baseball. Yeah, and that's what I learned about baseball, like. 
the, the little inter- intricacies of baseball was right. learned through Steve Stone. Hey, this is why you should move this guy over because this guy hits to the right 73% of the time. Like, he's calling stats before they were calling stats, uh, uh, analytics and whatever. So, for me, Steve Stone is one of the best, and I, I, I hope that, he, you know, one of the one of our Chicago guys does win it. Oh, yeah, either yeah. way, if he st- Stone doesn't get it and, or Hughes doesn't get it, one of them or the now, other one should get it uh, this year and next year. Now, is someone, I've, I'm learning about this, I know they give an award, but can they run up again next year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's essentially like it's. But you it's, still have to be nominated, of course. You have to be nominated, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and they're going to be nominated. I mean, the, the the problem with MLB is that sometimes they wait too long and they wait till people die and then say, oh, you're not going to celebrate them. The problem with MLB is that the fucking MLB writers think they're gatekeepers and they can keep people out because they didn't, they, oh, they were mean to me one time when I asked yeah, for an interview or all exactly. this bullshit. Like the fact that Ron Santos did not become a Hall of Famer until like Wally, after yes. he fucking died, when every time you saw him sitting next to the phone with his one uh, uh, pinstripe fucking fake leg and his one other right. <laughs> cubby blue fake leg just sitting there, you know what I mean? Like struggling to get over to the phone and sit next to that rotary phone he's had since 1961 in his office or in his, his home just sitting there and then the people who got to celebrate him making it to the hall of fame were his family yeah. that was so shitty i'm like at, at, to no, me I personally it, yeah. i was like you know what at this point i don't want to like if, if you didn't feel like i was deserving of it when i was alive yes. then why are you giving it to me giving it to my family now that i'm dead right like you, obviously, it doesn't I'm mean that say, much to him right but i mean like what the fuck man like you you never he never got the satisfaction of knowing he was a hall of famer same thing from Eamon also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's shitty. So, no, like, at terrible. that point, just say, fuck it. Like, why? What's the point of giving someone a posthumous award? I don't understand that. Like, hey, uh, your dad was cool. Well, why don't you fucking tell him that? Right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Appreciate what you got while they're living. Yeah, 100%. And, and uh, we, that goes in general, but yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Right, right now, and, and the thing is, I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid just to give it to one person a year. No, right. But it's an award. Do. I mean, it's an award just like anything yeah, else. Yeah, but in the NFL, But it's, it's pretty it. much like the, the Hall of Fame. You know, the Hall of Fame is, is stupid as well. Right, but I mean, like, the Hall of Fame is a bunch of players. Like, if you ever, even, like, if you watch, like, NBA Hall of Fame, like, you only get, like, one or two. Like, you get one announcer a year. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. And, and it should it, be like NBA the NFL Fame, where you get at least three or four people. Yeah, but I mean, it's normally, you don't get, like, three or four broadcasters at once. You know what right. I mean? You get a bunch of players. Or two you know at least. Mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think they should put in two guys at you know, at one time, right? But I mean, you also got to remember this. This has only been award. This uh, award has only been out since like 1978, right? So yeah. I mean, like you've gone through forty something years, right? And I mean, like you know, it, it just it just whoever whoever got nominated. I mean, I think what's happening now is that you're seeing some of these older guys start to get their flowers. And if you look at a guy like Pat Hughes or Steve Stone, I mean, they're actually getting it. Earlier than they might have, you know what I mean? Because well, they're in their 70s. That's what I'm saying. Is like, but at the same time, like, like again, TikTok, motherfucker. We've seen, we have seen, <laughs> right, exactly. But we have seen, just like we just said, we've seen several instances where they wait until they're dead and be like, oh, yeah, you were cool and you're alive. Like, what's the point of that shit? Give, no, them, give these guys 100%. their flowers now, you know what I mean? That's why Pat Hughes getting the, getting the, the why he was, yeah. yes, yeah. That, that, was, that was perfect. Same thing with Minimum also getting a statue, yeah. And he's crying and stuff like that. And like when he got when he got the award, when he got the Hall of Fame, like the White Sox literally decorated, like they put flowers and then people brought flowers and it was like a big old thing. Just because Minimum was seven decades in the fucking game. Yeah. Uh, Pat Hughes has been in there for what, five decades, yeah. six decades. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean give give these guys their flowers when they're alive. One hundred percent. Oh, you missed it. Did you miss that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I, I don't care. It's my kicker. I just, I just wanted to get a touchdown. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're done with that. 
No, I. Where, where That's we it, right? That was it. That was the end of it. The, okay, so Hawk. Oh, here we go. Let's talk about Hawk real quick. <laughs> you want to talk about Hawk? This be, is two be, years ago. Be, no, 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 no. I mean, like, give me like be, before we before we close out the section, uh, the, this segment, this segment, because we're talking about no water <laughs> on the weekend, right? I just this, this is all the beer. This is the most beer I drank in a while. Um, I was, I'm, it's like, oh, you guys party like this? All right. It's I Sunday mean, normally, yeah. Uh, normally, yeah. Uh, yeah. Normally we we finish probably a twenty four pack, oh, okay. pretty close. Yeah, I mean yeah. like I, it's usually yeah about, ten beers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's. Well, I'm normal. glad I'm I'm able to keep we're, up with you guys. We're also old. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, we're drinking the light stuff. Yeah, we we've absorbed a lot of beer in our time. Um, but yeah, so just give me overall what your because I don't think we've ever really touched on no. your opinion of Hawk. I think uh, Hawk stayed on way too long. I think he was. A shadow of what he used to be. Um, when you listen to White Sox baseball, especially in the '90s and early 2000s, he was on top of it. He was your your typical homer, right? He was your Bob Euchre, who was going to be rooting for your home team. He's he's part of the fabric. He's got sayings like he gave everybody a nickname yeah. for the past yeah. 25 years. Uh, Stone Pony. That that's a, a nickname that that uh, he gave him. So for Hawk, I I think that. He got to an age where he was kind of like mailing it in. And you can hear in a telecast his last five years because he was with Stone and like Stone's like literally coming three innings by himself. Yeah. And it's because Hawks either pissed off or he's pissing in the washroom for 25 minutes. Um, I'm trying to pass that stone. But there's been times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's been times where Hawks been pissed off and he, he's like, I'll be back. I'm going downstairs. And he just leaves and he leaves or he's just silent. Like yeah. It was weird. Yeah, when when a, when the White Sox were like, let's say they get blown out, right? It's fucking twelve to one. Silence. Yeah, dead dude. You can't do that. No, yeah. you can't. And I mean, here's the thing. Like, I understand and that's not that, keeping it professional at all. No, no, no. And but I mean, your here's by here, here's the thing. Hawk Harrelson has never been accused of being professional. No. Okay, he was the reason that fucking Larusa got fired in the, the first. 80s yeah, yep, the first because time. he was for some reason the GM of the White Sox, and he fired Larusa. Yep. That's how Larusa got fired. That's why Larusa ended up back on the White Sox because fucking Jerry felt bad. He was like, "Oh, I, number one, uh, he was sitting this. there. He was like, I, I should have never made Hawk the GM. Nope. Number one, and number two, I feel really bad that like when you were in your prime, I got rid of you. That's how. That's how Larusa ended up with a second stint. I mean, can Sox you imagine well, if he would have stayed? Karma back now because yeah, he didn't do that no. But I'm saying, him. can you imagine if Larusa would have stayed because they won in '83? Yep. Yeah. And you see what he did with the Cardinals. Yep. Right. He won. And, and Oakland. Uh, what, Oakland. He won, won Oakland first. Th- he won three or f- uh, well, he won with Oakland. So he won. Right. He won in like 1989 with Oakland yeah. during the uh, the hurricane or the the earthquake series. I right. Think it was against the, the Bash Brothers. Right. And yeah, the the, the beginning of the steroid <laughs> era. Yeah. Um. And then he went to the Cardinals. And I I want to say he won two with the Cardinals. And right. He two. retired as a champion. Yes. Right. Yeah. And he was gone. He was out of the game for ten years. I mean, he he retired at the right time, and then he had like a bunch of DUIs because he loves wine. Um. But yeah, I mean, like that. But but here's the thing too: is that when you're talking about Stone, uh, not Stone, but uh, Ken Hawson, yeah, he stayed past his prime. You could yes. say you could say the same thing about Ron Santo. But the difference is, is that Ron Santo was an endearing figure, right? Ron Santo, even though like towards the end of his life and his career, he was just kind of like sometimes you're like Ronnie, we're here still. Hawk was just like a grumpy, pissed off old, old man, man about right. every fucking thing. Ronnie was just sitting there like, I'm here for a good time. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that was Pass the difference. Right, right. And the reason he wasn't on air or he was dormant was because he has health issues. Yeah, so he had he to had take to, care of. Yeah, That's completely yeah, different. Right. That's what I'm saying. He's got he's diabetic. He's missing right. a couple legs. 
But it's like a couple legs, <laughs> both legs. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but his third one was okay. Hey, hey, unless they got caught in the zipper. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, that's the big difference between somebody who wants to be there and they love their job rather right, than right, showing right, up right. and like, oh, man, I fucking hate this team. I got to call this game. So let's let's talk about Homer announcers real quick. Sure. Okay, because I mean, we know that Ron Santo was one hundred percent right, um, and we know Hawk was. But 100. do you do you think that? And and this is really specific to baseball because baseball is the one sport where you're you're playing every day, and ninety percent of the games that you listen to or that you see on TV are announced by a local commentator. Yeah. Now you have hockey and you have basketball, but you still have it's so much less games that they're broken up. You got your national broadcast, which you have in baseball, but with baseball, every single day as a baseball fan, you develop a relationship with the announcers, and when they're super hard core homers it almost damages your view of your team because now you're listening to an announcer who's gassing up joe blow who's not that great but he has all this potential and you know i saw him in spring training and blah 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 well now when they when that same player plays in a national broadcast and a guy like joe buck never mentioned his name or when he does he was like oh yeah he was the minor league player of the year in 2017 but he hasn't panned out and then he comes back home to the the national uh, the 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 local Local. broadcast and he's like oh he's the best player of all time no that's damaging to fans to not understand properly that's the flight to evaluate your team properly because that's the same thing we talked about earlier now joe buck is talking about the guy in the other team oh he's not talking about my team he hates my team that is not how it works so it actually is damaging to the way that that baseball fans are able to truly evaluate the players in their team because they're blind they're blinded by you know what their announcer is pumping into their ears every day this is why you listen to steve stone because he won't. No, no, and that's why. Because that's why he got and in trouble why. with the Cubs. Right? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But even with the, with the White Sox, he's like, yeah, yo, Moncada. He's, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's not showing up. He's not hustling. Well, and then it goes to narrative where lessons. he's like, doesn't care. He's just in it for the check. He, well, yeah. he's wearing his big chain and his new colored shoes and gloves now. He's got to get that check because he has to pay for his dance lessons. Yeah, yeah, because he's got he's got he's got to release a whole new uh, video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's got to he's got to pay for that studio time. Yeah, studio time. <laughs> studio time. I mean, is there any Cub announcers that you don't like besides Chip Carey? Um, not not really. Keith Moreland was just super boring. That was that was the guy. Snore Moreland. No, he, yeah, he he, he was <laughs> he was snoring Moreland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was he was awful. Um, but I I love Coom. I I think he's he's done a really good job filling that role, especially when you talk about the lull they had between Ron Santo and and himself. So be having the Pat and Ron show back is, is really good. Yeah, Shambi, I. Here's the thing is that everyone's like, well, he, he uh, you know, he's only telling stories. Like, John Shambi, number one, has one of the best voices in baseball, right? You look at the fact, I think Marquis has actually done a very good job because J.D. was a holdover from when he was with Len after uh, Bob Brenly left, right? Mm-hmm. J.D., former pitcher, very good, uh, knowledgeable player, a knowledgeable announcer, you know, calming voice. You got Shambi, but because he's not a Cub, because he's not a former player, because he's not this, because he came from He's a ESPN, national broadcaster. He's a national broadcaster who did national games, to, uh, I think, today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, he does Sunday night games. Yeah, he, he did Sunday night because you also have Jesse Rogers, who was on board yep. with him, and uh, uh, Adam Amin is, is doing those national yep. broadcasts and stuff like that, who's who's the new Bulls announcer the last couple of years. We just did the, uh, the Bears game today yeah, as well. Yeah, he, he did the Bears game today. So, I mean, like, that, that's the thing is that you, you're looking at a, a, a local guys, but I, I actually like Boog. 
Krug, I, I like what he brings to the table. I think he's just not a, a homer, and no, that's not. what that's Cubs what fans expect. That's yeah. what they're looking for. You know, you had Len every day, like, oh, these guys are the greatest. And, like, they're not. Like, they're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it never dawned on me that he sounded like that. Oh, my he God. Sounded, you he can't unhear it. You can't. No, you no, can't now. Now, now Len Casper is ruined for me. Thank you. <laughs> I think the fact I'm that not like you listen to White Sox radio broadcast anymore. anymore. That's what ruined it for me. <laughs> well, I mean, when he was with the Cubs, yeah, I was listening to him. But <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, guys. We'll be right back with Stirring the Pot after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is Mikey Owen. You're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice. Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's that time again, <laughs> fellas. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, so uh, since we have a guest in the house. The man of the hour. You get the honors. Stevie B. Stevie B. And Johnny G. And whoever the hell else Ken said was on the show. He was a was a Oh, Ken. I love that. Yeah, K-Dog. Um. So we do stir in the pot, which is where we talk about a food topic, and we either give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, yay or nay. Um, so being the guest of the show, you get to present us with a food that uh, either you like or you've seen that might be weird, and uh, we debate if we were eat or not. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm a big fan of chicken in general. <laughs> um, that sounds bad how I said it, but uh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, no, so... You know, I'm always, we're talking about this off air and uh, when you asked me this question, but uh, I see a lot of ads for KFC <laughs> and uh, that the, the only thing that really enticed me to actually order KFC this one time was because they had the beverage bucket <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. I remember that. I actually, so was that the bucket where you put the chicken in and they no, just put Pepsi no, in no, it? No, 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 no. It's no. a bucket, but they have like a Ziploc pourable baggie that's in uh-huh. there and you pour it out of the bucket. So you remember liter of cola? Yeah. Liter of cola? Remember, imagine like four liters of cola. Right. That's way too much. Yeah. Right. That's Remember, way too much it's cola. It's supposed to fill a family of six. You know, I don't know. I'm just... just <laughs> but anyway, so uh, like, so I'm a big fan of Cane's. Cane's chicken. Cane's okay. chicken. By God, that's got to be Cane. <laughs> well, that's wrestling. That I've never heard. Yeah, me No, either. I don't watch no. wrestling. That's, no, that, like that's, the, the, the way that you... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't that's think I've ever first. heard you get yeah, that yeah, excited yeah. about anything. Yeah. I, I was listening to a wrestling podcast before uh, I drove up here. <laughs> That's why he didn't text me back. Um, so, <laughs> but, so then, so so what we're what we're talking about here 
is, is, is K- KFC. We're, we're talking about chicken fast food. Well, we're, we're because your thing, because like I think we all like Canes, right? Yes, yes. we're agreeing in agreement I, there. I, I think right. like at least where we grew up, like yeah. it was more Popeyes, like you know what I mean? Because there was more Popeyes. Right. I Popeyes like that, that churches, was like, like Popeyes I like Browns. Popeyes was like the hood chicken. <laughs> it was. It's in the hood. See, Browns. I thought, I thought you, you had that Browns. It was on Western. Right, remember that Browns as a Burger yeah, King? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The by King. Diversity, and there was one by Harlem Irving. Mm-hmm. Right. right, and there used to be one in Schiller Park. Oh yes, 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 yeah. Yes. It's like nothing now. It's like no, been nothing it's, forever. It's, um, I think it's the Indian cuisine. Like for yeah, but every time they put something else there, it just it, right on River Road, it just closed down. Mm, so yeah. but, you got churches by by the Madison. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's on Jackson, right? Jackson and Ogden. Yeah, but like I said, KFC has some weird things. They also had those bowls too, uh-huh. mashed potatoes, corn, like the like small little chicken. Like. A, that's the stone. That's like some, someone got real high. Like, hey, how about we put all the shit in the bowl? That was basically like a Chipotle bowl before Chipotle existed. Right. Yeah, I think they tried to do that to compete with Chipotle. Honestly, no, I, I'm pretty sure it came out a little bit later. It's, no. it's recently like, new. Are, are you high? Would you like everything all, all right, at the same see, time? Take a, take a look at that. Look at the, the, the bowl. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the it's it's mashed potatoes, it's corn, it's cheese, and then like the popcorn chicken or whatever on top. Yeah, of it. yeah, dude, I did this shit when I was eight. <laughs> you maybe you're <laughs> the one who invented I, it. I am. All right, so so here here's the question. Because you, you, I, I would you've, say already, you've already professed your love for KFC, so I'm, I'm running with that one, man. That's like, you I mean, told, I do I love, love KFC, KFC. Like, okay. But, like, if I have to do, like, it only intrigues me is because I want that, that bucket. You like, want that bucket, bucket of cola. All right, all right. So, Z, you you go. <laughs> like, I'll say, I'll you, see you my see list. You see a KFC, right? Oh, hold on, hold on. You see a KFC and you're like, let me go. <laughs> it's a step away from the mic. He's gonna cough or puke. I don't know. I feel like puking. I st- I'm like, yeah. I looked at, I just looked, pulled up the image, and I'm like, my concussion is about to kick in because my, I got the little <laughs> fucking saliva in the back of my mouth that I wanted to puke. You got the wet mouth. Yeah, that, yeah, sure. That's what she said. Hey. hey, this shit looks disgusting. And there's people out there that eat that every day. So, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no more water on the weekend. <laughs> oh my god! Seven hundred twenty calories, twenty six grams of protein, seventy nine grams of carbs, thirty four grams. You're eating at KFC. None of that matters to you. I'm right. just I'm just reading this shit off the off the off the website. It is it, it's in a plastic bowl. It's got mashed potatoes, corn. Mm-hmm. There's gravy all over it. There's mm-hmm. four nuggets now, on it and some cheese on top. Mm-hmm. Like it's not not like cheese. It's like the the, the shredded is, cheese. It's like sprinkled five, on it. Five strains of cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what's in cheese. it. That's like cheddar. Porvalone in America. It's not whatever the fuck they find. Yeah, but no, the, no. I'm not. What I'm saying is that I'm not saying that it's not or it is or not real cheese. I'm saying that that's not enough fucking cheese. Like four strands of cheese ain't cheese. Like I need cheese. <laughs> if you want, if you give me a cheeseburger and I see like a little strand of like shredded cheese sticking out the side, I'm like, you owe me the cheese. Like you owe me the rest of the cheese that I was owed when I ordered this because it said cheese and I says I want my the cheese, cheese should be dripping cheese. off the hamburger. Fucking right, it should. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But I'm just saying like KFC has been. They're very innovative with their food. KFC is disgusting. Let me tell you something. I'm about not saying it's so. There's an image that says lower carb copycat KFC famous bowls. So mm. what is it? The, That's like other that? TikTokers. That are, well, there's also TikTokers that find an easier way to break down that meal if you like that meal. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Let me, what it let is. Me say, especially when I was working on the road, when I was doing a, a appliance service, every every probably like once a year, I'd give KFC a try, right? And I'm like, all right, so yeah. what's what's because I don't want us to be sitting in the because I grew up eating KFC, like that would be like a so did I, and I hated it. 
I didn't grow up. We had Popeyes. That's my dad, no, my dad loved KFC, yeah, no. and he did not like. He's like Popeyes is so greasy. I'm like, that's where the flavor's at, bro. First of all, <laughs> and that's the weird thing. It's, it's like in to, the sauce. To, to me, it's in the juices. To me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Or did what you get original, or did you get crispy? First of all, he seems like an extra crispy kind of guy. First no, of all, he's an original guy. First of all, he's very traditional. Once in a while, I would, I would, I would give KFC a shot, right? And I go in there and I'm like, I need something that I can drive and eat at the same time. So that's not going to be like the chicken thigh or whatever. It's getting, or the breast. Or the pie I'm getting, pie. I'm getting no, I'm not getting that chicken. Oh there. God, no! And I'm sitting there, I was like, all right, give me the chicken tenders, the chicken strips, and yep. I get it, and I'm like. This shit is drier than a mummy's vagina. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I need about eight gallons of that sauce just to choke this shit down. And then the wedges, like, why? Where is the rest? These are like the hardest little flattest wedges I ever seen. Because they're overcooked. It's crazy as hell. So that's that's your chicken strips, right? I'm like, they're like made from real chickens now. I'm like, what happened to the rest of the time? Anyway, so now, now past fifty years, right? So so now you got the chicken strips and the chip, whatever whatever is not an actual like piece of chicken, right? Uh huh. Dry as hell. Okay, we're gonna go on Mannheim tomorrow. No, we're not doing none of that. <laughs> so first of all, I know exactly the one you're talking about. I'm not going know. there either. Right next to the fucking oil change place. Where do you fucking hey, think I they go get that oil change they got, there? Where do you think they get their oil? They ring out the fucking chicken. So then that's the thing is that if you get actually get the chicken, right? So now if you ever you ever you know, I back in the day I used to work at Jewel and it, it, they yep. people would order fried chicken. Now if you get it on the spot just like anywhere else, it's yep. good. But if you order it ahead of time, it goes in the tin and by the time you get it, all the steam makes it a little soggy, right? Yep. You can rectify that with the air fryer, which I did this morning. There we go. Nice. But if you get it like it's that's how their chicken is for some reason shit that just came out of a deep fryer is soggy how the fuck is it soggy already the steam so like but, okay yeah, but, why did, but it but it just came out it's not in a container like it just what came the out fuck? of oil right that's what i'm saying so how is it that your chicken that just came out of the of the fryer is just Wet, like it's supposed to be crispy. He's talking about, about, saying, he's talking about the original. He's I'm talking about original. But I'm saying, like, what the? You fuck? gotta ask the colonel. But why? Why the fuck? <laughs> why? Why is your an email? Why is your chicken like chicken chicken like wet as hell and your chicken strips dry as hell? Like, couldn't you just figure that shit out? Just somewhere in between. Mix it together, like figure it out. That's what, like I I can't fuck with KFC. I, I can't mean, fuck with the games. You I, know, you you realize they changed their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC years ago. Yeah, yeah, because it's not chicken anymore. Because it was some weird claim about like part of it wasn't chicken, so they had to take the word chicken out of there. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was because this it is, didn't this, originate from Kentucky. This is before they no no. This is before they they uh, got sourced out by uh, uh, Tyson Chicken. Mm. That's before that fucking mummy was born that they get the fucking chicken strips from. So, so back <laughs> to the you question. Know, that's why I do like it because I get my oil change there and I get the KFC. Yeah, it's two so for then, one. Yeah, and yeah. You, you go to KFC, you get your chicken, and they're like, here, use this for my oil. I, and I also get my uh, stamped, punched through Vasquez and then go to KFC. It's double, the, double the points. Wow. You really are from over here. Yeah. <laughs> so right, that's it. Right by the over, right where, overpass. Overpass, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a no. no for you for KFC. Oh, that's a hell no, hell no. Mm. We already know you're at. You wear no yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in. I'll eat. I'll, like I do like all of them. I'm not picky mm -mm. about it. Like, mm -mm. It's just but you like, said KFC is your favorite one. It's mm -mm. not my favorite, but I like. I still like the innovative I mean, you, stuff. You did kind of come in here talking about how much you love KFC. I mean, I do like KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like Popeyes, and I do oh, like Browns. Pop Popeyes is a shit. Popeyes is a shit. I like, I like sharks. Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Popeyes is good because they have flavor, and they put flavor in every fucking thing that you order from there. The red beans and rice, the oh. dirty rice, the oh my fries. God, so like love everything. that chicken with Popeyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's the I love, shit. I love that's the dirty rice. Hey, the one on Damon and Fullerton. That's where I grew up. Now you know it. You already know it. This shit's that's still the best there. one. It's so weird because the drive through has one. like this weird window with like plants in it. Okay, but have you eaten at the KFC on Mannheim? No, because it's disgusting. Oh, I can't fuck with KFC. You know I can't what? do it. Next time I come over here, I'm bringing this guy a, a bucket, a gift card. No, give a him a bucket. Card, no, not. just bring the bucket. No, because I'll you, bring the bucket. I promise you, I'm not going to use that gift card. I'm going to give that shit away. Is there any side you like from KFC? No. Not even the, uh, the, the. I don't like the inside or the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't like none of that shit. You know what I'm gonna the do? mashed potatoes. I'm going to so grab it's all like of it. A, it's like I'm going to put it in containers and be like, hey, guys, my mom made us some, some food. chicken. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, and see like, if you can taste the difference. Like, look at that generic you, ass fucking mashed potatoes. That'll, that'll be a go, good thing. I go use the restroom and then you start talking to each other. Man, this fucking tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it for the semen. I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. It's going to be like Sugar Hill game. Like, you ever go to your friend's house to eat and it's shit? No. It ain't no good. <laughs> so. I have been uh, on, on a chicken fiend, and I go Mondays to Jewel. Yeah, see? Cheap chicken Monday. Yep. <sighs> see, but here's the thing with me and Jewel's chicken, is every time I go, I don't taste the right. It just, or it's overcooked. Rotisserie chicken is overcooked. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about either fried chicken or the grilled chicken. And I use all well, today. So the grilled, I love the so grilled I know, chicken. I know this because I work there. The yeah. grilled chicken is literally just baked chicken, but yeah. the, the fried chicken is like, fried it, in the it, pressure yeah, cooker. It's, it's it's fried in the pressure cooker. So if you get it, like you you got to get it because it, it sits in a, under a lamp, right? Like if you go and That'll you dry see them out. in the back and the thing's almost done, that's when you buy the chicken, yes. right? They're like, hey, when's that chicken come out? They go twelve minutes. You're like, I'll be back in twelve minutes. Right. Go get all your shit done. Grab your beer. What happens and your if chips. you're just going just for that chicken? Because I don't got twelve minutes. I'm yeah, you do. If you walk this by the time you go go to liquor excuse me sir how many children or wives do you have uh none yeah you have 12 fucking minutes (laughs) (laughs) by the time you go to the other side of the store and you pick up your liquor and come back that's 12 minutes that's 12 minutes man you peruse down the. we've both worked at jewel yeah yeah it it, it really like because you're like 12 minutes is that how you guys met no we went to high school together (laughs) yes and then you got him the job no i worked at south (laughs) point addison we worked at yeah different times Gotcha. It, uh, the parallel of our lives is really fucking weird. <laughs> it's really it's scary. I, I want an episode of that. Yeah, no. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. Well, yeah. we haven't done a full episode of just us. We've we've done a lot of talking about like our the fact that like our elementary schools was like two blocks away from yeah. each other and yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. You guys being the opposite side and walking on the other street and just looking at each like, other. No, why walk south? <laughs> he walked east. Yep. Yep. So we literally because he because he was uh, he's, he lived uh, in Wicker Park and mm-hmm. I and I lived in uh, gotcha. Ukrainian Village, mm-hmm. so I walked south. So I, we would not have bumped into each gotcha. other. It was close, and then, and then come all the way out here and you come right to where you grew up. It's yeah, it's, right. That's yeah. insane. No, it's crazy because like I went to high school over here and like yeah, I yeah, had yeah. friends over there, like Melrose um, Park, Maywood. Yep. Um, and then like going back, uh, like sometimes I would drive back home to Humble Park. So my mm-hmm. grandfather owns the building, mm-hmm. so it's my dad's dad or whatever. So I would take North Avenue all the way down until yep. I got to Humble Park. Yep. Um, right now, depending on the time it is now, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to just jump on the expressway. Yeah, I would probably avoid most of North Avenue at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I do have a question for you, sir. Yeah. What you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports? Ooh, um, well, uh, so I'm a big Marvel guy. Okay. No. I'm a huge Marvel guy. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> tell by the, the photos of you <laughs> in the background in the studio. Um, so, Werewolf by Night. 
Okay. It's out on Disney Plus. That is great. Um, I think the story of that, even though it's 55 minutes, goes really smooth. Talks about the story, a little bit about, about the background. Mm-hmm. Flows really well for 55 minutes. It's quick. It's easy. It's likable. And I enjoy it. And then I'm also waiting for another one. Which okay. they should do a spinoff. And then... Um, so it's a one-off? It's just one, it's a one small movie. It's a special. Oh. That's, how they, that's how they labeled it as a special. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay. I'm done. So, yeah, because yeah, I'm 55 yeah. minutes? Yeah, that's in and out. Especially for him. Yeah. He doesn't watch. He doesn't finish any series. No. Mm. No. I, I have this thing. That was the thing we were talking about before. Uh, Paramount and uh, Hulu and Amazon Prime and Netflix and all this other shit. And, and I go in there and they're like, oh, you should watch this. I'm like, yeah, cool. And I watch two episodes and then I fucking like, you know, smoke a little bit of pot and I fell asleep. And then I never remember that that show ever existed again because <laughs> I was like, oh, did you watch episode three? But like, what show is that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You remember you told me all about it. Be like, oh, 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 I recommended it to you. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Fill me in. Right. I, let me, let me know how it ends. And then you know because it's uh, October and I've been watching a lot of the Conjuring, rewatching a lot of the Conjuring okay. episodes, movies. Okay. So which is great. And I, there's a new one coming out pretty soon, right? Uh, I think it's next year. They're also gonna make La Llorona number yep. two. Yep. La Llorona, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the first no, one. I mean, it, it, was it was okay. All it's all white crew. I it want someone who's a Hispanic family who's Mexican, and then they tell uh, their kids this, and then next thing you know, it's like it comes true. Uh, who, who's the director of? Uh, what was it? Uh, fuck. Yeah, that's a good one. That guy. He does all the fucking crazy costume movies and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. That I don't guy. Know. Um, Tommy Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the one where the, what was it? Um, That's the trumpet guy for the Mets, right? Yes. <laughs> 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 no, he, w- w- uh, the, the Shape of Water. The Shape yeah, of Water. Oh. I still haven't seen that. I still haven't I was, seen it either. I've seen it. La- a pan's labyrinth. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was yeah, gonna say spoiler, shit, yeah. or, like say a spoiler, but you guys haven't seen it. I'm not no, I haven't like, seen it. But no. Um, Giant That's penis. the person you want for that movie. What? <laughs> what you sorry. say? He snuck that in there. He did. He goes giant penis. That's what he said. It's like okay, well, that's, that's the, in the shape of water. That's the shape of water. And uh, I also have it in 3D, so you can watch. I'm just kidding. It's like, Whoa! Like, how far back do I have to sit <laughs> away from the screen so I don't get hit with that giant dong? <laughs> You're gonna be like, ah, it's in my face. <laughs> I told you I don't like fish sticks. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you like, like fish sticks? It's like, like Watchmen <laughs> all over again. It's like Kanye West. Oh. <laughs> oh God. This show just took a turn. Right, Z, what you been watching? To be honest with you, I've been so busy podcasting, editing, and and yeah, doing this other uh, other stuff. It, yeah, it's Sean's been, been gone. Uh, he's gonna be gone for this week. And uh, is he back next week? He'll come back on Saturday, so we're gonna. So, do- got, so you need another? Uh, oh, so you go Friday. You available? Oh, let me check my schedule. I, just, I don't know. It says softball. <laughs> yeah, softball. <laughs> it, it, it might be. It might be. I'm or not uh, another Chicago theater event. That is. Well, that that was the one time. And the funny is, I actually missed that game, and I was like, "All right, I'm over here on the phone. Like, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> okay, what happened now? Okay, oh what happened boy! Now? Oh boy! Yeah, no, you've been busy between helping me out and. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. might, I might, I might, might be free. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Because I'll, I'll come and talk shit all over your show. <laughs> like, that's, that's the whole fine. point of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. that's okay. I'm good at that. Uh, yeah, so I haven't been you watching. Just gotta be ready to drink some. Hot, uh, I'll have some liquid IVs for you. 
because we take a couple shots okay. during the show, and I know you said you don't really drink that much. No, what? what? I no. mean, you drink, but you don't drink like heavier a lot, right? I, I, I've been heavier a lot my whole life. So <laughs> oh I'm going to tell you, come up with the hardest trivia questions to stump this man, I, because so, he is a human trivia okay. encyclopedia. I know, I know a lot of weird shit. For okay, you, yes, so that's so, why. Well, that's what on, trivia is. I'll, before we digress, and I start to get off topic. No, here, you're. But what is one thing that you really know your trivia about? And I will find questions and see if I could stump you. Fuck this guy's random. It's random. Jack okay. of all it's trades random. I'm the same thing with trivia. I know trivia. I'm the same way I like and it's, it. And it's like, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 half the time it's like that thing where I'm like, yeah, it's right there, okay? And then I like connect the dots and then I hopefully find it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk about the guy who built the Sears Tower and fucking fell off. That guy. Okay. I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, what do you want? <laughs> so you so no. you know what you not No, watching. no, the, so the only thing I've been watching uh when I get home, I throw on the 70 show cuz I'm catching up to see the That's episodes right. I didn't I haven't seen. So I'm it's on, on Peacock. Yeah, so I'm on season six. Uh, so I'm catching up. Kelso just got his girl pregnant from the library. Oh, uh, you're way. She was very attractive, Sh- by the Shannon way. Elizabeth. Yeah, Shannon Elizabeth from, from American Pie. American Pie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So then there's a couple cameos by some other oh, actors, wow. and so it's, it's pretty cool. But what I did watch, and it's kind of sports related again. It's it's wrestling, and I watched uh, the pay per view. It came on this past Saturday, Extreme Rules, and they did a great reveal, a phenomenal job of revealing. A, a character that got released during the pandemic, Bray Wyatt got released. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, you remember him from from WrestleMania. And uh, he came back, and uh, so he used to have this fun house where he had puppets. Yeah, so now all the puppets have come to life. Yeah, and gotcha. it's right right on time for Halloween. Yeah. Exactly, and it was yeah. perfect timing, great presentation, um, and, and it it leaves you because Monday, well, this come out on Tuesday, so Monday is the season premiere. Of Monday Night Raw and it's gonna premiere on that, so it's huge for wrestling. It's it's great because Triple H is taking over for Vince uh, Shitty McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh my god! I was like halfway through, you already said that. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Shitty McMahon uh, is out of the uh, building now, so you have uh, Triple H running things. Sounds like the worst Leprechaun name ever. Hi, I'm Shitty McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> he also brought back uh, Braun Strowman. His Big old fucking ridiculous ass. Didn't, didn't one of the dudes pass away though? That was like in their little group. There was a one dude. That, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he passed away. Yeah, 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 he was in AEW. He passed away. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's pretty much what I've been oh. watching. I am going to watch the new Hellraiser though when I get home. It's on uh, Hulu. That's on Hulu. But there's one thing that I watch sports related, and I forgot to talk about. It. I oh, talked about it in the weekend. The Redeem Team. Yes. Oh, that yes. is on yeah. Netflix. That's on I list. saw it on Friday. Amazing. Uh, it's great to see Kobe talk the way yeah. he was so determined. The mama mentality. I, I feel like I feel like especially like Bulls fans who like we had this thing against Kobe. Like you better not get six. Like you know what I mean. You just want to be Jordan. I feel like we didn't. Appre- I, I, I didn't appreciate Kobe until like much later on. Even when like you saw him on the sidelines and you saw his relationship with the players and just especially knowing the way that Jordan is now with players and and just like he's like yeah I don't really like fuck you I'm the best. I, what am I gonna talk to you for? You know, I feel like Kobe didn't have that in him. Kobe was like, I understand what it took to be the best. I understood what it was like to look up to the best. So I'm going to make sure that you have every tool in your tool chest to be able to become the best or become as best, as good as you can be. So that's that's damn. That's that's what Kobe 
surpassed Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Where he was like, as far as like that, he's like, hey, you want to like, get yes. better? Call me. Yes. And then we'll hook up, and I'll help you out. He, he learned what Luca Doncic, whatever the hell yeah. language he, yeah. he speaks, he learned that so he could speak that to him on the side, so he could talk shit to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then like he like he heard him. Well, like he it's Croatian or whatever it is. And he looked yeah. over. And he was like, wait, what the fuck did you say? He's like, yeah, that was me. Kobe, the black guy, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Who speaks Spanish, Italian, English. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so. But it was great uh, seeing LeBron younger, uh, yeah. Dwayne Wayne. When, when he used to drive to the basket and just like, you know, get his ass beat under the stanchion. Right. Like, and cool. then Mello, too. Seeing them yeah. all. Just Prime like, Mello was good. Mello with the right. braids, with the cornrows. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you watch, dude? So I watched a couple of different things. Um, I've been watching '70s show like every night. You know what I mean? Like yeah. since you put me back on it. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that I, I, I mean, and you're like, oh, I'm just catching up to this. I'm like, I've watched it 157,000 times. I've, I know all the like all the storylines, all the characters. I'm like, hey, there's a pinball machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but so one at the so, hub. Yep. At, yeah, at the hub. So when we came back after watching the comedy show, uh, we we me and my wife we watched one episode of the the. Jeffrey Dahmer documentary or not documentary but the show did you watch that at all no how was it I, I seen it while it's... I was eating ribs <laughs> <laughs> okay you're not invited back <laughs> it wasn't KFC I know no. it was like there's no ribs and chicken like not really but anyway um <laughs> Yeah, so we watched uh, we watched one episode of that, and then haven't you know we've had softball since then. Um, we started watching that show Devil in Ohio. That's um, a good one too. That one we started watching a little bit. My daughter was I, I'm sure my daughter's watched the entire series. We watched one episode, then I fell asleep, and then she probably just went and like watched the rest of it by herself. Um, and we watched Hocus Pocus two. We watched the uh, the second version or the second. Uh, um, the sequel or whatever. The funny thing is, is I like just in there and they're asking me. I'm like, I don't really remember Hocus Pocus one. They're like, nope. I mean, I grew up with it, but like, I never really liked you, it. No. But they're but they're like, you watched a bunch of times, and I'm like, yeah, that might be true. So they put it on. I fall asleep, of course, mm-hmm. and then they go and put on the How second late one. Is it that you're watching these movies that you fall asleep anytime? Uh, it doesn't matter. He's dead, dude. I'm. I'll be 42 in March. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just a young man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Once was young. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so that. And then this morning, I actually watched a show, a movie called Jexy. J E X I. Yes, Have I've you seen, seen it. it. It's hilarious. Oh, my Plug God. me in. So, Take me yeah, out. So Plug it's. Me in. Yes. <laughs> it's with Adam Devine. Adam Devine from, from Workaholics. From Workaholics. And, gotcha. and basically, he is like this loner guy. Like, and uh, um, he, he writes he, blog posts. And, and he, he loves his phone. Like, that's his whole life. So he gets a new phone instead of having Alexa or, or Siri or whatever it has his mm-hmm. OS that literally, like, is just a dick to him all the time. And he's <laughs> right. It's and like, he's like you how can I make your life better? And he's like, Oh, uh, you know, you know, he, someone like someone from work wants him to go out to like do kickball, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I have plans." And he goes through his phone. There's no plans, no calendar, nothing. He's like, "Oh, yeah, sorry, I have something." And then the phone like says, "No, you have no plans. You should go hang out with those nice people." And he's like, "What the fuck?" Right. And he actually goes. Yeah. And he tries to get rid of the phone, and he gets a new phone, and it's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna follow you wherever you go, dumbass." Like you. Right. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. And then he meets a girl. So, but yeah. it's like, yeah, it's so funny because it's what is this called? Like, it's called Jexy. That's it's the name it, of the oh, the the assist. So J E X I. It's on well, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. So it like, just got to Netflix because it was on Amazon Prime, and that's where I saw it. Okay, because it's like yeah. from 2018. I was like, I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either I saw it on Amazon Prime first, or I saw it on Hulu. One or of like the two. Tubi. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, so you talked about the Redeem Team. That one's on my list, and another one, another one that's on my list is called Enter Galactic. Oh, with um, Kid Cudi. Yeah, Kid Cudi's movie. Uh, funny that's enough, because in, new album in uh, Jexy, they meet Kid Cudi, and that was a whole thing. So right. it's kind of like, but yeah, so uh, Enter Galactic. It's a, it's an animated show, uh, animated movie, and it's about like black relationships and things like that. It's a big Kid Cudi thing. But his, his album, new album is in the show. Yeah, it's not I'll like a, it's not like a music video. No, 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 it's no, no, just no. like in the background. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's certain pieces. Um, do you remember Scanner Darkly? No. Oh, Scanner Darkly was uh, Keanu Reeves, and there was a bunch of people, but they were they were at, they acted it out, and they actually took that and then plugged it into the uh, into a computer and made everything like they computer animated it based on the actual actors, and it's freaky as hell, and that's kind of what it, it reminds me of. It reminds me of uh, uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna that, say. It's that's the same animation style. It's the same right. animation style. So yeah, that's that's uh, I, I went I put it on for about three seconds, and I was like. I had a cold all week. I was like, I probably should be stoned when I'm watching this, so I'm gonna hold off until my cold goes away. I mean, away. yeah, it, yeah, you, you, sh- you could, yeah. Like, it, I'm like, oh, I was I just drinking a lot. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was everyone, enjoying it. Everyone has their vices, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, once again, thank you today uh, to our guest today from the No Water on the Weekend podcast, the newest edition of the Six Hundred Six Family. Steven Bautista, thank you so much for being here. Tell yeah, the people for having me. Tell the people where they can follow you and where they can follow your show. So, so next time we'll have Sean here. We'll, uh, we'll get him I love on. Sean. Yeah, uh, Sean's on vacation. But you can find us on uh, Instagram. So it's no water on the weekend. We can spell W-K-N-D. So you can check us out on there. Uh, if you want to see us on TikTok or short clips and stuff like that, you can just type in straight function. That's my own handle for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do some you know funny things that I do during the week. Some captions of like the podcast and things like that. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, Six Hundred Six Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirt. Search your keyword "True Chicago" and use our promo code TrueFan15 at checkout for fifteen percent off of your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your Christmas gifts right now. The Shy Native Radio Podcast is now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out right now. And don't forget to follow Shy Native Entertainment to see when the next installment of Shy Native Nights, which is actually coming up on October 27th at Retro Cafe, 3246 North central avenue in chicago it's 10 bucks at the door and it runs from nine to one uh it is the halloween column uh halloween costume contest sounds by dj j hunt um or i'm sorry dj hunt and is hosted by mike logic you got a lot of uh, really cool live performances ideal mike logic and joy childs Voorhees, gold girl uh chris dashon lyric jawson dell santee gene ristic and z's Zazz, I don't know that. Whatever. Anyway, uh, go check them out. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Shine Native Nights at Retro Cafe on uh, October 27th for their Halloween costume contest, 3246 North Central. Shout out to Ronish, Panic Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moments. 
uh, merch and gear. One more thing I wanted to mention: Mike Logic and Ideal on that podcast is coming back for the Bulls season. They Thank are God. back and better than ever. We desperately needed some yes, Bulls attention, and Mike Logic is the biggest basketball nerd that we know. So don't forget to check out Six Hundred Six Media, Shine Native Entertainment, True Chicago Sports Fans presents on their podcast yes sir don't forget to check us out on social media you can find us at true shy fans on twitter and on tiktok find us on facebook instagram spotify reach out to us uh hit the dms we want to hear from you about your staring the pot about your movie recommendations and tell us what you think about the show you can hit us up at true chicago sports fans at gmail.com all right y'all for big z and uh Stevie B. There you go. <laughs> Stevie B. This is E-Rock. We'll see you next time for episode 114. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Peace. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichoke poppers.